Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, look, it's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big Husky kid. In short bursts, you can I can bl- fake being a human why, in short bursts. Why these segments are less than 15 minutes long, That's folks. exactly right. <laughs> you don't want to hear me for longer than that. I can't do it. He gets five minutes to regroup and back at it. He's great. <laughs> that's, that's right. These things went 20 minutes. Long Watch out. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I can't do that. Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. Re-racket. Time to penetrate your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. You know, normally I say we have a jam-packed program, but normally I'm lying. But today, today, you won't be able to fit it all in your mouth. It's chock full of information. Oh, my God, I hate it. I hate it. Ten bits. Inside the NFL, all the news and notes you need, and there's plenty of them. Mm. Coming up at 348, rapid fire, rapid fire, in the 4 o'clock hour. A special Tuesday edition of Jason's Beef. Top of the 5 o'clock hour. He could not join us yesterday, he will join us today. And unless the Reds have some sort of miracle finish where they make the postseason, it will be his second to last appearance of the season. Monday will mark his season finale. You know what they call that, Mike? The, the penultimate appearance. Because I guess... Oh, second to last, is that? Yeah, penultimate. Then next one, I guess, is the ultimate appearance. It's, <laughs> it's the end? I don't know. And then game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What is the game this week, Bob? You know, I originally was going to call this game show back when I was banging trivia. Because it was going to be about stuff mostly from the 80s. But then I realized we weren't banging in the 80s. We were, I'm like, barely a thing in the 80s. So, But it's 80s trivia. That's what it is. Speak for yourself. Were you banging? 10 years old. <laughs> right. I didn't think that was, I mean, I, I just mean more or less Started early. I don't know how much of the eighties you recall. I recall little to none of it. Um, I recall a I decent mean, chunk. Like the Mets won the world series in 86. My I, mom walking around four. topless. I remember that. Is that an eighties thing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if that happened in the nineties or if that was, no, that was limited only to the eighties. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. I was seven. So, so it was in the eighties. It's 87. Yeah. Uh, good that you remembered this specific date. Do you know where you were going on vacation? Yeah, we were going to uh, Florida. Driving down to Florida, we stopped halfway at a motel in Tennessee. Probably I Tennessee. Usually, I mean, if you're going halfway from Chicago to Florida, that would make sense, right? I think the room was uh, 26 bucks. <laughs> hey, had, had two beds in the room. Guess what? There's some of those motels, still 26 bucks. I'm, I'm quite sure. Let them live. Um, and then my mom, for some ungodly reason you'd have to ask her she's still kicking decided i'm just gonna walk out with my top off so well, everybody can I, see it 
It's not, I will say, in her defense. There's, light no, there's defense. no defense. No, there's light defense. Light defense is you're in a hotel room and maybe for a split second she thought, oh, that's right. Michael's here and I have to, you know, I got to cover up. Or was she just like, look at him. Like, was she screaming <laughs> she at you? May, she may as well have. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm 43 years old and, and it's clear as day. Yeah. Clear as day. You know, I've noticed that in our, like, when we've talked about our, uh, our enjoyment of hot people, right? You te- <laughs> do do regular people not enjoy hot? No, people? I'm saying we have we're one of the few people that have conversations about it on the radio sure, practically right. every day. Okay, I'm just saying in our conversations on the air about this, you oftentimes talk about like the hotter person for you tends to be someone who's in their like you know early twenties, like a you know you're a little more Leo DiCaprio in that oh, way, absolutely. Of where like you know you're I'd, not I'd hang out with him. Right, because he's he's finding the 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 hottest recruits. It's, it's, that's right, five stars. He's got five right star off recruits. the turnip truck. Sure, they don't know what the hell's going on. They're like, "Oh, is this Hollywood?" Yeah, this is Hollywood. Come on over to my house. Right, and then by the time they're Victoria's Secret models, four years later, Leo has been there, done that. Yeah, well, he's just like that's passe. That's old news to me. Now, what's what's new and interesting? Exactly. What I'm saying is, see, I've never minded. Uh, an older lady. I don't mean like. What do you mean by older? Well, I'm saying like if a if a person is in their mid 30s or 40s or whatever, and they happen to still be doing things where they well, are I'm not turning that down. Well, either. I, where they're showing, I'm, up, equal, I'm equal opportunity. I'm just saying I don't think you're you're someone who goes for the um, you know the older mature how, how, category. How is this going to circle around to my mom's breasts? Could it be that when you were seven and you saw mom? Very like older mom walking around. Maybe that burns something in your head. It was like run as far away from that age demo as possible <laughs> and run towards the younger demos is what I'm saying. I'm Maybe that's to, what it was. I'm I don't trying, know. I'm trying to think now. How old? I mean, because you would have been seven. She would have been. You know, when she was born, you know, it was 1987. She, she would have been 37. Right. I'm saying me, 37 year old woman is like a perfectly like still attractive Young, per- like that's fine. All right, you know what? I'm saying. You're like someone who goes like Leo is like 37. What is, is she got an AARP card? Like, you're, I'm just saying. And you think it's all? It all stems from that. I'm wondering. Experience. I'm wondering if, if it I doesn't. hadn't seen my mother naked, would I have an affinity for the older right. ladies? The, there's a term that was made popular in American Pie that I can't use here, but you know, I don't think we can use that term. Why not? I don't know. It's an abbreviation. Can we use it? Yeah. All right, yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking you're not a milf guy, is what I'm saying, right? It depends. Okay, I'm saying I'm I'm saying I I'm fine with that. You're not. I'm wondering if it has to do with with mom, mm. with that whole because you actually started the show with this today. <laughs> do I have to go to therapy this week or is this it? <laughs> no, this is it. I, I think I nailed it. All right, good. I think I got you do all. I have taken to pay, care do I have of? to pay you like yeah. I pay the therapist? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we need another five minutes and then a full hour is billable. I don't go to a therapist. I go to a <laughs> you psychiatrist. Do the, you do. I, I need someone who's got the prescription pad. Right, I understand. Come on. Totally understand. Uh, Bengals get a much-needed win last night against the Rams. It was not always the prettiest thing, but you needed to save the season, and they did it. And, you know, at times they were able to move the football, and Joe Burrow still looks like a guy who hasn't practiced in a while. But that defense was a, the, the difference maker. I, yeah. I didn't think we were going to say that last night, you know, that they'd come away with a victory by scoring 19 points, but they did because that defense was awesome. Right. I think the Bengals' defense played really well, and it's one of those things where if you, there were times in the game where certainly the Rams were able to get some chunk plays, but 
Bengals held up when they had to on defense. And Joe Burrow made enough plays, enough, I'm not saying a ton, but enough. Didn't look great, but was able to help them move the football a little bit. Jamar Chase, I thought, was great. He played awesome, uh, helping out his guy in a big way. So, yeah, this was, I think, a, a great win for the Bengals to finally get one on the board this year. They needed that in a big-time way, but I don't I don't think it was save the season necessarily. I do feel like even if they'd gone 0-3, they still could have found a way back. Their, their issue is they've got to get Joe Burrow healthy. If, if, if he is going to be battling this all year long, it's nice you picked up the victory here. I just hope it didn't aggravate anything further. Well, again, I mean, he said nothing significant came out of it, so that's good. I mean, yes. he couldn't say that last week. No, he, he, he could walk. They, I'm saying they absolutely need him to get as healthy as possible. And this week, he he said maybe he can even practice this week, which I guess last all week right. he couldn't. Well, you know, all these networks have injury experts now. Uh-huh. And they yeah. are doctors who, you know, don't don't treat these people directly, but are familiar with injuries of this nature, right? Yeah. Pretty much everybody that we heard last week on these networks said the only way for Joe Burrow to get healthy is if he doesn't play for a month. And that's impossible. So what I'm saying is this is going to be something, unless he takes time off, this is going to be something he's going to deal with all season long. Yeah. It's, it's impossible. No, I just wonder to what extent it's going to be. Because yesterday, was he effective? I didn't feel like he was as effective as he usually but was, is. Was he effective because, what was he not effective, I should say, because he was limited by the calf or because he was not able to practice? Or if he's healthy enough, Rams defense factors well, into fine. But sure. if, if he's healthy enough where he doesn't feel great, but he can take practice reps, like real practice reps, not just get dressed and go out there and wave. Yeah. Real practice reps, because there were throws that he left on the field last night. Sure. He missed them. Uh, yes. And I, I think it was because he just didn't have the rhythm that he normally has because he hasn't practiced. You know, Bruce Smith can go out and just, you know bull rush a guy and sack a quarterback without practicing. It's different for quarterbacks. They can't do that. Yeah. I, I I will add, and again, I know I brought this up a couple times. I'll try not to keep harping on it. Hopefully this will be the last time you hear me bring it up, but Jamar Chase was right. <laughs> off season, Jamar Chase said, man, you know what? Take off till week five. We don't need you till then. We'll be good. He's right. Like you, you got, you should have got this guy healthy to start. And it, at the very least, you could have sat him two weeks and been zero and two, just like you were. And now yeah, maybe, you maybe then he's, you I know, know that. I mean, I know you don't know it, but, this is their job. Bengals front office and coaching staff, that's their job is to say, yeah, we we don't know what's going to happen, but instead of rolling the dice with our guy that we just paid the huge amount of money to, maybe we take a few weeks here, let him get 100%. I know he won't like it. You tell him anyway, you have to do it. And then you hope by week three or four, he's good to go. And then the season's not over. You got plenty of time to make all that ground up. Maybe you don't win the division, but you still make the playoffs, and then you you go from there. But hopefully he's healthy and healed up. They could have probably had a month if they would have done it that way, but instead they they went and let it go an extra couple weeks. They let him play on it, and now we're back to where we, I I don't want to say back to square one, but he's started off this week hurt, couldn't practice, barely was able to play yesterday, it looked like. It was game-time decision, and didn't look great. For Bengals fans, you got to hope next time out he's a lot better. Not surprisingly, Buckeye Notre Dame did a huge number in Columbus. Details coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grand View Browns backers. 
We currently have an accident to look out for. Left lane blocked at US 33 westbound at Refugee Road. That is starting to slow down traffic through that area. Could delay you at least a few minutes there. This report sponsored by Medical Mutual, your hometown Medicare insurer. Medical Mutual has Medicare Advantage plans that offer friendly Ohio-based customer service. Visit medmutual.com slash Medicare to learn more. Medical Mutual, your hometown Medicare insurer. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Best known for their contributions to the fast food breakfast world. This is Man and Bone. Listen, we know why you tune into this show, all right? Oh, yeah. To hear stories about my mom's naked chest <laughs> and T-Bone selling your products. Well, Mike, you know my friends at Connecticut, they have the solution to find out what's in your water. It's a little thing called a free water test. They will do one of those for you if you've tasted your water, which, of course, who hasn't? You've said... Something's off about this. Doesn't taste great. Or maybe someone else has come to your house. That's even more embarrassing when they're like, what's up with your water? And you're like, I don't know. I'm used to it. You might want to call Connecticut if one of those things has happened. Get the free water test. Find out what kind of funk is in your water and how best to treat it. They have a huge range of products ranging from the Premier Series water softeners to the K5 drinking water station. We have both of those in our house. Get our water fixed. You can get yours fixed the same way. ConnecticutColumbus.com or call their local office in Canal Winchester. Again, it's ConnecticutColumbus.com. Can I ask you a question, Waterboy? Sure. Um, I know that Connecticut takes stuff out of the water. They take the funk out of the water. Can they put stuff in the water? Well, what would you like put in your water? Kool-Aid. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't think they're going to have a Kool-Aid I'm dispenser. I'm just saying, I open up the tap. I want some Kool-Aid. You know what? I'll, I'll tell you what. I've never asked them if they could put Kool-Aid I in. I think we should ask. All right. I'll, uh, I'll see if I can get on that. All right, thank you. See if I can get some Kool-Aid in your water. Uh, Buckeyes in Notre Dame did a huge number. We talked about it yesterday. Unsurprisingly, they did a huge number in Columbus, too. Uh, Columbus was the number one market for the game, getting a 29.9 rating. Uh, Cleveland was two with a 21.1. Then it was Cincinnati with a 12.8. So the state of Ohio representing well in this, as they do when the Buckeyes yeah. are on. Indianapolis was the number four market with an 11.6. Then it's Detroit with an 11. Chicago, the home market for Notre Dame with a 7. West Palm Beach, 6.6. Tampa, 6.2. Nashville, 6.1. And Norfolk, Virginia. All right. 6.1. Let them live. Yeah. I uh, I don't think those Ohio numbers are surprising. Certainly not the Columbus number. Uh, we know, obviously, a lot of Buckeye fans watch. We know in Cleveland, too. I mean, it's a lot of Ohio State fans in Cleveland. It's also a lot of Notre Dame fans in Cleveland. We know that's one of their markets where there's a lot of recruiting done and all that. So, yeah, none of that surprises me. It was obviously what we should keep in mind with any number when it comes to college football games or pro football games. When you see these big numbers, a lot of times they have to do with the programs involved or the teams involved. They also have to do with how good the game is. Yeah. Because if the game like that, that uh, Travis Kelsey game where Taylor Swift is there, right? The chiefs game with your bears a lot of people talking about how many people were watching that game turned out in a lot of demos numbers were down you know why because because people were watching that game until about 
second quarter, and then they said this is over and flipped. I'm not going to watch that. People aren't going to stick with a game that's bad. No matter who's in the stands or no matter what else is going on, that's usually not an attractive thing for people to watch. So Ohio State and Notre Dame is good. If Ohio State or Notre Dame had won by like 30 at halftime, they were leading by 30 at halftime, you probably would not have seen quite the number we saw there. No, Clearly, it would be a big number, but it wouldn't be NBC's most watched college football game no. in 30 years, you'd which have is a, what it was. You'd have a big number from the start, but remember, it's an average of the whole game. Right. But right. that just this also shows you how good of a game it was because it was truly one of the best games I've ever watched. As far as drama, intrigue, all that stuff, I don't know if it was the best win I've ever seen Ohio State have or one of the biggest wins, as Ryan Day put it. But it was certainly an enjoyable. It was no, a, but it went down to the final game. Play. Once it, I knew my team was going to win, that it's enjoyable. You, you had moments in that game, obviously, but you know, also it was a three nothing game at the half. Yes, I'm saying though that can be good football, right? It yes, can be well it, played. It wasn't it, bad. Excellent football. defense. You, you all had, that stuff. You had things yeah. going on, right? Despite it just being a three nothing game at the half, right? Uh, speaking of Travis Kelsey and uh, Dua Lipa, or what do you like to call her? What's her name? Dewey Lipa. (laughs) Sure, that's right. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is her name. Yes. Over the past 24 hours, Travis Kelsey has over 300,000 new Instagram follows. Go figure. (laughs) Wow. And his uh, merchandise sales, jerseys, t-shirts, anything that says Kelsey on it from the NFL store, is up 400%. Good stuff. 400%. The Swifties have found him. Yeah, you know what? Good for him, uh, number one, on many levels with all this. I wonder if Jason Kelsey also got a bump accidentally where people are like, I don't know, I like the green one that says Kelsey on it and just bought an Eagles jersey, not realizing that that's not the guy. But either way, I'd say he's had a pretty eventful few months, right? Or last, I guess, 12 months, obviously, win another Super Bowl. He Mm -hmm. hosted SNL, I remember, right after that. And then, you know, plenty of commercials and everything else he's done. Then he had, you know, a little bit of an issue with the knee and people wondering if he's going to be okay to go. And then he did the thing where he runs out on practice field and starts twerking. I mean, the camera's been on this guy, I'm saying. Now he's got Taylor Swift involvement as well. This is, it's never been better to be a Kelsey, I guess is what I'm telling you. Uh, Eagles took care of Tampa in the other Monday night game. Baker was back to being Baker. Let him live. Apparently a bunch of the Eagles dudes were sick, not feeling well, but they still went out there and had no problem. Yeah, the Baker thing... If uh, you didn't get to watch this game, it's not that Baker was like, I think for a, for most quarterbacks, you'd say he had his moments and looked like he was doing some nice things, but then he just finds ways to make terrible throws on downs where you just can't afford to like second and I don't know, second and four, you run a play down the field and you miss the guy that sucks. Maybe you could have got a big gainer out of it, but you still got third and four. It's manageable. He's the type of guy that when you get like a bad sack on first down and you're at like second and 12, that's when he airmails one that's wide open for eight yards. And now you're in third and forever and you can't convert. Right. And that that's a lot of what I was seeing. I'm again, as a Browns fan, maybe not everybody's watching it this way. That's how I'm watching this game and going, oh, yep, totally recognize that. I've seen that a million times. Uh, I hate the two Monday night games also. Yeah. Why? why? I, I don't know why they're doing it. Makes no sense to me. I don't. I don't even. It would. It would make sense if you had one that was late, and you have it on the West Coast, and maybe it starts at ten thirty or something like that. You'd still pop a number, but splitting your audience like this, it makes no sense. Did you see the ratings last night? I didn't see. No, them. I haven't seen them yet. I was wondering about that myself. But I, I don't know. They had 
you know, Aikman and Buck on to in my opinion, the lesser game. Which is Eagles the, yeah, and Bucks. Eagles, yeah, right. I don't, know, I don't know if it's the lesser well, game though, I, I because don't, I don't know. you had a combined one win between the two teams in the other in the in the Bengals game. Even though I agree with you, I think well, all right, fair enough. Like, but I don't think Tampa's for real. I think the Eagles are, and I thought going into this one, Eagles are probably going to win this game fairly easily, story, not knowing everybody was though, sick and all that stuff. Right? Story wise, though, you know, the Bengals and Joe Burrow are the story, are they not? Yeah, I mean they are here. I don't. I, what I'm saying is the fact if the Bengals go zero and three, that's a big story. Is that something that's exciting for everybody to watch? If the Rams, let's just say, beat them by twenty, right, well, I'm curious to see what the ratings were for I, both of these games. I wonder this: if they knew Joe Burrow was going to be healthy, or or like no doubt about it, he's playing. He's not got any injuries, barring something shocking happening. He's starting Monday night. Maybe that changes it for him. But you had. Two undefeated teams going in with everybody presumably healthy. Yeah, I think that's that's probably why they put Aikman Buck on that Eagles game. The other thing, and I said this last week, stop putting scores of other games on the screen. I don't need to see it. I don't need to see what's going on in the other Monday night game. If I cared, I would be watching it. Yeah, that's it. again, this is also the nature of why are we doing this? Well, like, but I know why we were doing it for a, for a long time because we didn't have access quickly to, oh, I could pull up any score in the world on my phone in two seconds. Oh, you're saying you don't just want this on the Monday night thing. You're talking all the time. I want it gone. Really? Yes, I don't want any bottom line. I don't want any scores. I don't, if you have some breaking news, break in with the news. If you've got some sort of important game that's on upset alert and maybe you have to let people know what channel it's on so they can check it out, then break in with that. But I don't need constant scores on my TV anymore. It's 2023. I got a phone. Can I ask? I mean, I, I'm because I've seen it, and I just sometimes go, "Yeah, I don't really care," or sometimes I go, "Ooh, I didn't know that was happening. Wonder what's going." You know, like that Dolphins score popping up. I'm sure for a lot of people, it's like, "Well, hey, hold on a second here. What's happening?" I could see that. I mean, I don't. It doesn't. I guess what I'm saying, it doesn't bother me if it's if it's done well and it's up in a little corner, or if it's down on the ticker and it's not taken away from the game. Yeah, I didn't like it when in the Monday night game they would cut in to show me, oh, the other team's about to score here, or they're Yeah, they're splitting th- the screen. That I don't want. I'm watching this game. I agree with you on that, but just having a little score ticker, uh, I don't mind that as much. Breaking news, everything bothers me. I know. <laughs> and it's I'm, only getting worse, I'm not, my friend. I'm not shocked. I understand. I will talk college football playoffs coming up next. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. Still looking out for an accident at US 33 Westbound and Refugee Road. The left lane was blocked there. They just moved that accident over to the left berm. Police and wrecker on scene, so uh, just about cleared there. Still slowing down traffic a little bit. Don't want to be careful getting through that area. This report sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings happy hour is beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. Perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid on participating locations while supplies last. Dine in only, drink responsibly. I'm Adam Selling for 97.1. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. 
Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Yes, we tried unplugging and then plugging them back in. It didn't help. This is Man and Bone. Hey, remember to check out the Common Man and T-Bone podcast. It is available wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click subscribe. And every single show comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. By the way, we don't have to do it now. We don't have to even do it today. We do have Wild Card Wednesday coming up tomorrow. But uh, in my traveling over the weekend, I came up with at least a couple fat boy food tips for everybody. Yes. So I'm not saying we have to do it now, but at some point... I, I am saying we have to do it now. Okay. You can't, you can't tease that. I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Is it stuff we can eat? Or yes. are you just going to oh, wet our yeah. whistle and... Oh, and you only can get it in Alabama. Sorry. Well, in that case, yeah. See, that's that pisses me off. <laughs> it's not, Let me tell you mean? about this great thing I had. By the way, you can't get it. All right. When you go traveling, do you like to go to places that are available to you locally in Columbus when you're back home? Yes. Or you... So you'd rather so you don't go to like a a new spot that you've never heard of or some check out some new restaurant well, maybe that's I do, down there. but I don't go on the radio and brag about it. Bragging. <laughs> All right, tell us I'm what you had. Come you. on, come on. If you go to Alabama, I'll tell you this. I'm never you, going to Alabama. Go ahead. Might change your mind after this. If you see in the store, if you ever see the Milo's teas that they sell, like drinks of you know iced tea, I sweet hate, tea, I, hate tea. I know you do. Hate it. You're not the only person on listening on this show. Teddy, do you like iced tea? Teddy you ever have iced tea? Teddy hates I tea. hate tea. Worse than the common man. Oh, it's nasty. Teddy and I hate tea. Yeah. All right. If you've ever seen Milo's and go, huh, I wonder if that's any good. Doesn't matter if it is or not. The point is they have a restaurant chain down in Alabama where that tea comes from, and they actually are known for a lot of other things other than tea, like their burgers, which are very good. To the point, I ordered a original, like their burger, the burger they are famous for. I ordered this, and I did something I usually don't do. I got it exactly the way it comes. No modifications. So good, the, good for you. You're, I'm trying. you're growing up. Yeah, I'm trying Look to. Look at you. Now, I didn't prefer it this way. I would have preferred it without some of the toppings, but it was still really good. Did you get it with pickle? It comes with, this is how they do it down south. Uh, it just comes with pickle, diced onions, and then they put on a barbecue sauce. Which, diced onion? Diced raw onion? Or was no, it grilled sauteed. Onion? They were They were grilled. They were grilled so onions. Sauteed. All right. Yeah, sauteed onions, and but they're diced. And then, uh, yeah, just the pickles, really thin pickles, and then a thick patty, nice thick patty. Had this thing, delicious. I ate two of the three pickles. That's how good it was. Well, you know, I'm proud of you. Because I don't like pickles at all. I, I know, you're averse but to I, pickle. But I put it all together there. It was, you know what it was honestly like? It's like getting a McRib, except if it was a burger. Because that's, I mean, similar toppings to what you get on a McRib, right? Pickles, onions, yeah, the barbecue. Onions, the onions are raw. On the McRib. Yes, but I'm saying that flavor profile, yeah, some yeah. of that is what you're getting on this burger. It was, was really it, good. Did it taste like tea, though? Was it tainted? No, it's not tainted. Because they make it well, like tea. I, the reason I ask is because, like, anything at the zoo to me tastes like monkeys. That's just in your head. That's just because you're dumb. No, it's because yes, it is. It all tastes like monkeys. <laughs> That's not. Because smell and taste are combined. So if you're smelling well, yeah, monkeys, you, <laughs> you think you're tasting monkeys. If you're sitting next to, like, I don't know, a bonobo's bare ass, I guess maybe no, as the you're whole eating. the place smells like monkeys. It does not. It does. And people who work there don't know because they work there. <laughs> They're used to the smell. No, you know what it smells? It, I mean, it does smell like animal. It does smell like farm, but you get used to that after a while. And then you just eat the food. All right. Anyway, so what Mil- else Milo's is good. They also have an apple pie that was really delicious. Uh, the other thing I had, this was not in Alabama. This is if you ever go to Nashville. 
uh, look up Bad Luck Burger Club. Go to that food truck. They make burgers, and they are. I'm not. I'm not kidding you. It is the best hamburger I have ever had. Jesus, Smash Burger. Oh, but, know, I love the Smash Burger. But they too did the diced onions on it. Not like the big strings of onions all mushed in there, diced with pickles, and then they have a uh, like a Thousand Island sauce on that and some cheese, and it was banging. How we uh, delicious? How we doing on the burgers? Are we? I mean, you, you said smash burger, but there's different varieties of smash burger. I mean, burger. crispiest, crispy oh, yeah. edges all the way thin, around. Thin Much patties. bigger than the bun it's served on. Not much. But I mean, I'm saying like a good couple fingers the edge, width. The skirt, the skirt it hangs out. out. Yeah, you get a nice skirt on this mm. one. And then, I mean, the first bite is almost all crunchy burger yeah. and barely any bread. And then the second bite, you get the full cornucopia flavor. See, look, I'll eat anything. But for me, the best burgers are... Really thin, smashed on a griddle patties, mm-hmm. and then you multiply them. Yeah, there were. I had one with. I got this is a double that you get with a piece of cheese in between each patty. Mm. Mm. Now the Bad Luck Burger Club thing, and this is why I did it this way. They say no modifications. Wow, that, like they they actually charge you more if you get it without certain things on it. And they make you wait longer. See, that surprises me that you would like it, though, because that type of pretension usually bothers you. Well, it does to a degree. But also, the guys that are running this food truck, they're in a couple metal bands that I like. So I also was like, all right, I'll be willing to try your thing. And you know what? It was worth... I took it the way they offered it, and it was actually really good. Now, after I got it, I did... I took a couple bites. I picked off a couple pickles, (laughs) because me no likey pickles. (laughs) But I did at least, I'm saying, I this is two times. You got the essence of pickle. I got though. the essence of pickle, I and it. I did get, I, I got a couple bites of pickle, and then flicked the rest off. Yeah. Uh, college football, play, thank you for that. those food I'm, tips I'm that trying. we will never go to. <laughs> college football playoff expected to keep the same format despite conference realignment. Yeah, the 12-team structure is not going to change in 2024. Everybody is saying, apparently sources told CBS that this is, something that would require too much heavy lifting to completely change how this would work. So the, what they're calling the six plus six structure, which means the six highest rated conference champions, highest ranked conference champions at the end of the regular season, they will be getting automatic bids basically into the playoffs. And then there would be six other at-large bids. Now there is a discussion about changing that number because the PAC 12 is going away so while the Pac-12 is a conference champion, I mean, they're a conference this year. They're not going to be presumably next year. I don't know what they're going to do with the two that remain, but they're not going to be able to be a conference next year, right? I don't think they're going to allow that. Well, they they may be a conference, but they'll they'll merge with someone else. Well, Maybe they'll I, keep the name. What I'm saying, right. What I'm saying is there won't be a Pac-12 likely and a Big 12. Or it may be the Pac-12 and the Mountain West combine and call right. themselves the Pac-12. Right. But that means the Mountain West won't be a thing. So you're not going to necessarily... I, I'm just saying, I don't think there's going to be a scenario where Oregon State and Washington State say, we're the Pac-12, only two of us, and we're going to play a conference championship game. That's not going to happen. Game has changed. Game continues to change. All right? There are two really big dogs and then kind of a big dog. And that is, you know, Big Ten, SEC, and then ACC with their additions. Seemingly, they're alive. They're around two. Big 12, good for them. They have sustainability. Are they in the same league as these other conferences I just talked about? No. No. I mean, that's just reality. 
if I'm the Big Ten in the SEC, I say, all right, cool. Uh, we're not going to go. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Good Good luck. Yeah. It's- have, have your 12-team playoff without us. We'll do our own thing. Unless you hand over more power to us. Because right now, it's equal voting for all these conferences. Not just Power Five. Yeah, it's... Sunbelt has a vote equal to oh, Big Ten. Yeah, in I know. This. Well, so does Notre Dame. Well, yes, Notre and Dame, that shouldn't be. Notre Dame is one of the, the... The AD of Notre Dame is consulted along with the other, like, 10 or whatever it is, schools that are a part of the playoffs. Yeah, this is stupid. I, that part I don't like. I will say, Greg Sankey, too, he, is, he has said multiple times, I think we should go with the best teams in the playoffs. That is what's healthy. That is not where my colleagues are. And here, here's the only thing I will say that I, I understand about automatic qualifiers. I am not a fan of the idea of having some nebulous group of people who are just like, I don't like them. Me. Like, I, there, there, there has to be something. We are playing sports. If there's, I don't mind it for some schools. I'm not talking about, you know, like the Big 12s, you get the same amount of auto bids as the ACC, let's say, or the Big 10 or the SEC, certainly. But if you're like a group of five school and you're like, I don't know, man. We won all the games that we have. Now we don't. We don't have as many teams in our conference that are as ranked. But can we get like the last spot? Can we get guaranteed a spot if we are ranked in the top twenty-five and we are undefeated and won all of our conference? Can we do that? That way, you have some subjectability to it. You still have to get into the top twenty-five. But if you win all your games, I get for some small conferences having a pathway. But I don't think it should be more than one or two. I think the rest of that should be yeah. Let's get the the schools everybody actually wants to see in there, and let's see what those schools can do. All the news and notes you need as we go inside the NFL coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. Just a little bit of stop and go traffic to look out for right now. I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and State Route 315. Could slow you down a couple of minutes through that area. Otherwise, traffic looking mostly clear in the area. This report sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half off traditional wings every Tuesday. Buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings, let's go sports bar. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. No Desmond Howard death wishes since 2012. This is Man and Bone. I have prizes. That's all huh? I'm going to say. Oh, I'm just, just going to yell, I have, yell prizes. I have prizes. I'm not going to tell you what That's the prizes are good or how you. you can win them. Congratulations. Yes, I will. Uh, call us now. 614-821-9710. Uh, let's do call a number 11 today. That's a good number. Uh, gets two tickets to see T-Bone's guys switch foot oh, yeah. at the Blue Stone this Friday, September 29th. There you go. Switchfoot, dare you to move right it's the that album beautiful letdown it's the 20th anniversary and they're touring playing i believe the entire album let Be- it live beautiful. yeah all right 
It's got some bangers on it, that one. Yeah. If you're interested, call our 11 614 821 Inside the NFL. Common Man and T-Bones Inside the NFL. Sponsored by Metal Supermarkets. Visit metalsupermarkets.com slash Columbus for all your metal needs. Bone! Well, man, I have some injury updates for you on NFL teams playing this Thursday. Because even though it's we just got done with the week yesterday... Thursday starts a new one. We have two days, basically, to talk about all the ways we're getting healthy and injuries and all that stuff. So here we go. Packers, they're going to have two of their key weapons back on the field, it looks like, for this game against the Lions. Receiver Christian Watson, when asked by multiple reporters if he's going to play in Week 4, he said, quote, that's the plan. He's missed the first three games of the season with a hamstring injury. Also, Romeo Dobbs told uh, reporters that running back Aaron Jones will return from his hamstring injury this week. So he played in that week one victory over Chicago, has not played since. So both of them trending like they're going to play, although Watson was listed as a non-participant in the first injury report of the week. They do think that's likely to change. So we'll see if all that holds. Meanwhile, on the Lions side of things, Dan Campbell was giving some updates on his injured players. And he said that uh, Taylor Decker, who missed the last two games with an ankle injury, should be back in and should be ready to go. He also said that David Montgomery, running back who had set out week three with a thigh injury, both are trending towards getting back in the lineup. His quote is, two that are trending the most positive would be Decker and Demo. These are the two I'm starting to feel really pretty good about. So see if that holds. A lot of ouchies already in the NFL. And of course, that continues because football is a brutal game, as we know. Meanwhile, Sean McDermott has a brutal task ahead of him. Uh, the Bills head coach talking about how they've got to figure out how to stop the Dolphins' offensive attack, and he said this about the Miami offense. Quote, he said it's almost revolutionary, the schematics that they use. All right. Uh, he said, very good skill. Tua's throwing the ball extremely well. Their schematics are almost revolutionary in what they do. Coach McDaniel is very creative. There's a lot of things to get you out of position on defense. So that's a big one for both teams, I would say, but certainly for the Bills. That's on Sunday, in case you're keeping track. Not a shock. Uh, your guy, Mike Justin Fields. Do you want to hear quotes from him? Oh, I would love it. I know you love how. Is he just going to do his thing this uh, week? He, well, he didn't say that necessarily. Bills, of course, or Bills. Them two. The Bears are zero and three. I did see that he said, "Hey, man, we can still make the playoffs." That's exactly we what he said. Fourteen more of these things That's, left to go. That is the quote. Yes, <laughs> he he didn't he did cite the Lions last year, starting one and six, and then almost making the playoffs. So hey. They're not right, starting look, one and six. They're zero and three. If they turn it around now, I, plenty of time. I hate my team. I think Justin Fields may be bad. However, he is the quarterback of the Chicago Bears. He is expected to have tunnel vision. All right. I don't want my quarterback even at zero and three going in the locker room thinking my season's over. Even well, if they right. have, a, even if they have the lie to themselves, that's their job. To will, have a one-track mind. Yeah, I think sometimes we get caught up in the zero and three or some of the. The math ain't mathin', but it's it's because we're looking at odds and we're saying no team previously has done X, Y, or Z once they've started 0-3 or 0-4 or whatever it is. He's not wrong from the very simple aspect of if you go out and go undefeated the rest of the season, you could probably well, be the first seed in yeah, the yeah, NFC. All right, all right. That's obviously not going to happen, but the point here is I don't blame any player at 0-3 saying our season's not over. I don't care what other teams have done in years past. If we go out here and split the rest of these games, we've got a good shot of getting close to the playoffs. If we do that for two months, play 500 football, which is not necessarily the same as going undefeated. So, yeah, in that sense, he's not wrong. 
if you've watched the Bears play at all, well, which yes, of course, then, then he's very wrong. It does not seem likely, but I don't blame him for being there too. When was uh, the last time the Chicago Bears won a game? Can you answer this question? Oh for my me? gosh, I know they have a huge losing streak going back through last when year. When was the last time the Chicago Bears won? I'm going to say mid-November of last year, October 24th. Wow. Of 2022, wow. they beat the Patriots on Monday night. That was the last time they won a game. October 24th, you said? Is yes, that right? That's okay. right. We're at September 26th. So, what are they like? Four games, five games away from being a full year without a win? Yes. I don't know if that's worse than going 0 16 or not, but I kind of feel like it would be. I know there's a whole bunch of time in there where you're not playing NFL football games, but still, that would be pretty awful. Uh, Jonathan Gannon, who got his first win as an NFL head coach as Arizona beat Dallas, shockingly. Uh, That's also the first NFL win for Josh Dobbs as a starting quarterback. Dobbs has been in the league since 2017. Gannon praised Joshua Dobbs for his play through the season's first three weeks. He said, quote, I think he's played winning football for us since he's been here. I think you guys will continue to see his improvement as he gets more and more comfortable. You can ask him. He's pretty comfortable now. He's making a bunch of plays for us. He's got a good command in the huddle. Never has any flinch, which I love about him. I've never heard it said quite like that. He never has any flinch. Yeah, but, but I know what he means. Yeah, all right, that's fine. I like it. Uh, in either case, they are now, what, one and two? So let him live. Oh. It's abrupt, baby. I mean, I kind of hit the post there. I feel like we're burying I, no, you how did good, a good that job. was. I think I nailed great, that, actually. Great job. Thank you. I've never heard a better segment. <laughs> all lies, but that's fine. No, I'll take it. Terrific. I like to be lied to. Teddy, you still upset with your team? For giving up over 400 total yards to uh, Cardinals and losing? Hmm. I mean, I'm upset about it, but um, it's it's one game. Okay, right? one game. That's, yeah. You know what? That's healthy, if, Ted. If they beat the Patriots this weekend, then it's all all's forgiven. You know what? I for, they better. Well, right. They better beat the Patriots. They might not. They didn't beat the Cardinals. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. No, I know what Ted's saying. You, you, he's saying I don't want to get my hopes up just now because they're just coming off the worst they loss were, of the they season. Were, yeah. They were. They didn't play well. You at least had a you know Joshua Dobbs is a quarterback who can move, baby. And that creates problems. If you can't beat the Patriots, where their offensive output last week in a winning effort was 15 points, and their hillbilly quarterback can't stop punching people in the nads. Look out, Micah Parsons. If you, if you yeah. can't win that game, then we have some real problems. Then I don't want to hear next Monday, well, just one game. No, I, no. Don't, I don't think you're going to hear Drink that. Drink poison. <laughs> they lose two in a row to those two teams. I think then you will see some... Panicky Ted, and I don't blame you if you are. Uh, One hockey team is going direct to consumer. Could the Jackets do it as well? Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. A little bit of stop and go traffic right now. I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and State Route 315. Could slow you down just a couple of minutes there. Otherwise, traffic moving pretty nicely through the area. No accidents, no major delays. This report sponsored by ExpressPros.com. Holiday season is around the corner. Now it's time to think about hiring. Whether you need extra staff to meet demands or want to earn some extra cash, let Express Employment Professionals connect you. Go to ExpressPros.com to find a location near you. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. 
Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. The only thing harder than common man's arteries is T-Bone thinking about a red-bellied woodpecker. This is Man and Bone. Let me bring something up with you, okay? Um, you know, we talked about the whole Ryan Day post-game stuff and... Was it inspiring? Was it weird? I don't know. Well, I know this. It wasn't meant for you or me. Well, I, sure. It's not something... I mean, I know I know. there's lots of reasons people think Ryan Day says this stuff. It was not directed toward... It's not something you or I are going to get fired right. up about. But here's, uh, here's my question, though. A lot of people are consumed with that aspect of it. And I understand why. You know, we haven't seen that from Ryan Day, really. At least not publicly. Maybe maybe at home. He's doing this all the time. You know, for Christina right. saying like, you can't cook that chicken. You can't cook that chicken. And then he cooks the moistest chicken in the world. Yeah. Like, hey, how you like that chicken? <laughs> how you like it? <laughs> it's juicy. It's running down your lips. Yes. Anyway, right. but I like how we're all focused on Ryan Day, unhinged, weird. A lot of people saying that. I'm surprised the national people are not saying more about how stupid Marcus Freeman was. Well, true enough. I mean, you've got the last two plays of the game. First of all, you had the lead, you blew the lead. That would have been bad enough. The last two plays of the game, you have 10 guys on the field to defend it. I feel like a lot of other coaches, like if Kirby Smart had done that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. they'd, They'd be burning down the state of Georgia. Right. And Marcus Freeman, second year guy, another big game that Notre Dame has lost. He comes out and says, Oh, it starts and ends with me. I got to be better. Yes, but I almost feel like we're focusing on the wrong thing. You're focusing on Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, who actually won the game, and not the <laughs> idiot who lost the game. <laughs> right. I felt like it was a very. That was also why I had a little bit of another thing with Ryan Day where he's, you know, like, yeah, what are you going to say about that? We're tough. It's like, yeah, I mean, you got over the goal line when you had two plays against 10 men. You had two two cracks at a one-yard run, and you finally got it on the second one because the first one, you passed it. My point being, I think that narrative is also a little bit of an issue of for Ryan Day is we're so tough, yet we barely were able to get over the line when they had no one on that side. <laughs> Like, how did you barely get over? How did we not just run into the end zone, standing straight up? Give credit to Notre Dame's defense playing with 10 guys for almost stopping Ohio State at full power. But Marcus Freeman's comments where he said, we thought at one point, because I want to say he's changed the story here. Didn't he say after the game? At first, he said, we knew, but we didn't want to do anything about it. Yes. We don't want to take the penalty. Right. Then yesterday he came out and said, "In the moment, I didn't know." Yes, and I don't know if I don't know which to believe there. But if the if the narr- if it is true that he thought we didn't want to take the penalty, because there was that whole thing about how now they're going to coach these guys to you know jump offside or do something that allows you to get that half yard penalty. I, I just don't understand how well, that's not. Can I say something? Either way, he's stupid. Yeah. If he didn't know, he's stupid. You've got eighteen million coaches. You've got guys up in the box. Now, I assume Notre Dame does this. A lot of schools do this. Their entire job, some of these assistants, you know, grad assistants, they're up there counting who's on the field. 
Yeah, no they're, kidding. They're up there literally counting how many people do we have on the field, and if there's a problem, they let the other coaches know. Well, I'm just surprised you don't have a scenario in place where, the, the I mean, it's not like there was the clock running. I mean, the play, the, the play clock's running, right? But you don't, they threw the ball and it was incomplete. So the clock is stopped. You yeah, it's are not like people are rushing and, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Yeah, and all you have to do, like, have someone standing there as you see, oh, no, we only have 10 men and they're playing, they're running a play now. Oh, good, it was incomplete. Get your ass in there and then shove a guy onto the field. I don't know how that – so clearly they didn't see it the first play. There's no way they saw it the first play because if they did, they would have had somebody ready and ready to go, right? I mean, I don't know how that's not immediately fixed. Also, guys on the field are supposed to be counting, I believe, Yeah, right? So you've got plenty of opportunities. Also, Marcus Freeman, most coaches are closer to that end of the field. Couldn't you have like run on the field or done something to distract the officials, get their attention? And then it's like, well, hey, you can't do that. Okay, throw a flag on me. I just need it to stop so I get someone out there because they're going to run a play and we could win this game if I don't do this. I don't know why that didn't happen. Marcus Freeman is taking all of his clothes off. <laughs> right. He's streaking on the field. My God, Jimbo Fisher was five yards in on that return, right? Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. Where he's like standing on the field and the guy ran between him and the sideline. I, you could do something. You could get on the field is what I'm trying to tell you. There's a way if you really want to. I, so, Look, I also know that Lou Holtz is an old man. He's 86 years old. He's known for his magic tricks. Is his final magic trick going to be where his torso completely swallows his head? That suit was a bit big. <laughs> like his that head, suit was a bit big. But he big. doesn't have a neck anymore. Well, no, he, he does. Right his suit chest. His, he does. His suit has like giant shoulder pads. I think he actually is wearing real shoulder pads in his suit But now. wouldn't that be the ultimate final magic trick? Oh, yeah. Where, where he like, just, <laughs> his head collapses <laughs> into his so chest and that's it. That's it. Hey, People man. People go out clapping. How do I'll you t- do that? I'll tell you what. He had a magic trick of where he got Ohio State to play tough for at least a few plays in this game. That's Apparently, he fired what? everybody up. Can we? I get hope him? he calls Ryan Day every single week. Oh, I I will pay the phone bill for for Lou Holtz to call to call Ryan Day up the week of Thanksgiving. Call him up every day of Thanksgiving. All all that whole week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Call him up and taunt him. So then Saturday we actually get out there and get a good Michigan game, not something that we've had the last couple of years. See, that's the thing, is that all these people think. That what you have to do is if you're a fan of Ohio State, you gotta you gotta kiss ass, you gotta tell Ryan Day exactly what he wants to hear. That's the opposite of what you should do. If yeah. you really care about this program, right? Like you tell should be calling up Ryan Day that week. Tressel, call him up. Back oh my in my God. day, we don't lose this game. You're soft. You're weak. Oh my God! And I saw a little twinge of gray in your beard. I just realized something. Hit, hit him where it hurts. Do we have Baker Mayfield as the head coach of Ohio State football? As far as like, if you if you believe in him, then all of a sudden the game plan sucks and everything's awful. But if you doubt him, then all of a sudden you get like, I don't know, Era Parsegian uh, coming down to like coach your team. I don't know what's going to happen. We, <laughs> we got to get some doubters. You, I, I will help. I will lead the charge to doubt Ryan Day if it means he beats Michigan and wins a national go, championship. He's going to go to Ann Arbor. He's going to beat him. He's going to plant the flag <laughs> right in the middle of the M. Yeah! Yeah, you wear a shirt that says "Walk on." Hey, man, if you beat Michigan, he should do all those Go things. Planted. I, I, I want to be real clear: taunting an eighty-seven-year-old again, taunting whatever, responding to an eighty-six-year-old man's taunts, I felt was a bit beneath Ryan Day. You're paid ten million dollars a year. You're coaching the Ohio State football program, and apparently, guys who weren't born 
when Lou Holtz was last relevant in college football, care what Lou Holtz thinks? They don't even know who he is. Or if they do, they definitely didn't know what he was talking about, and they don't care what he has to say because he's irrelevant. But you made him relevant to your team, and it got him fired up. Good. I hope, though, when you play Michigan, you can talk that talk again. I hope if you play Georgia again, you can talk that talk because that's who I want you to taunt. That's who I want you to respond to and say, they doubted us. That's right. I don't want any handshakes about like, hey, got to give a lot of credit to Georgia. They played a really good game. No, I want you to say, yeah, Georgia, where you at? Mark Rick sucks, too. I know you think that, but I think it, too. It's like, I, I want that. Yes. Mark Rick's sitting at home like, what did I do? AJ Green, sell another jersey. I didn't do anything. <laughs> That's <laughs> just, bring, <laughs> just bring back all kinds of stupid stuff. Just talk smack about people that aren't relevant to the program anymore. Brett Favre. Come, yeah. <laughs> Come sue me. You're yeah. stealing money from the Poe. Yeah. He's like, yeah, what do you got to say about that, Jim Harbaugh? I'm not talking about Jim Harbaugh, the coach. I'm talking about the quarterback who's largely irrelevant as a quarterback. But as a coach, he's still very relevant. Yeah. All In right. my head, Ryan Day only gets fired up by people who have nothing to do with anything anymore. This is I, uh, this is good. Maybe maybe this week he'll get upset with fake Lou Holtz. <laughs> the guy who was in the mask. Oh, my God. By the way, also underrated part of that story is the comments that got Ryan Day fired up were delivered while... Real Lou Holtz was on stage being not mocked by fake Lou Holtz. That's right. With a mask on. That I think we should talk about more. Uh, The Vegas Golden Knights and their local broadcast partners, Scripps Sports, have launched their new Nighttime Plus. I'm sorry. Not not nighttime like the sun has gone down. No. That sounds like Skinamax. I see. Time for for nighttime. Ooh. Is this... uh, this, Take out your hockey stick. What is this thing called? Script? Yes. Yeah. But they're with their they're only hockey fans. Put your stick in the crease. <laughs> it's nighttime plus. Uh it's a streaming service to live stream sixty nine. Yeah. Hey, there we go. Sixty nine regular season games this upcoming season. As the NHL team adapts to the changing regional sports landscape. Oh, so it is like an OnlyFans. It's a it is OnlyFans. You pay yeah. some money and you get to see what you want to see. Yeah. Right. Fans can purchase a full season pass to Nighttime Plus. I have to say it like that. Sorry. Nighttime Plus. For sixty nine ninety nine. This is two on the nose. Or single games for six ninety nine. I believe those are called pay-per-views. That's right. In the parlance of skinny max type films. Uh, the yes. new streaming app can be downloaded on Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, iOS, and Roku enabled devices while a Nighttime Plus web version has also been launched. 18 and over only, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they have a 1-900 number you call if you have problems. I, I can tell you this for a fact. The Columbus Blue Jackets, as of right now, it is business as usual with Bally's. And when the season starts in, what is it, two weeks? Two and a half weeks? Yeah, I think you're, yeah, you're right. Ch- chances, are, close. chances are it's going to be there. But I know for a fact the Jackets are working on contingency plans. Well, you have to. Well, I know that, but I'm just saying everybody's like, oh, yeah, business as usual. Yes, but you're also going and scrambling and trying to figure out what to do in case it's not. The day that it's not business as usual so that your fans don't miss out on your content. Here's my question to you. Take the commercial break to think about it. Okay. Would you pay $70 to watch a season of Blue Jackets hockey? Don't answer now. All right. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan Traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. A little bit of slow traffic to look out for right now. I-70 eastbound between James Road and I-270. Maybe about a five-minute delay through that area. Otherwise, traffic looking mostly clear right now. No accidents. No major delays. This report sponsored by Family Dollar. Get ready to fall into savings this week at Family Dollar. Stay ahead of the mess and save on things like Swiffer refills, game, laundry products, bounty paper towels, and more when you clip your smart coupons. Family Dollar helping you do more. I'm Adam Zellig for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. We did the math. Common Man has hosted over 5,000 shows on the van. Three of them have been halfway decent. Here's Man and Bone. This ain't one of them. Never Common is. Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company. Uh, before I get to, would you pay $70 to watch the Blue Jackets? Okay. I have a stat for you. Ready for the stat? Oh, I can't wait. I'm big on the stats. Uh, so we have the new pitch clock stuff going on in Major League Baseball. Season's almost over. Uh, I saw this stat. This is from Major League Baseball Communications. To date, during the 2023 season, how many games do you think have eclipsed the three-hour and 30-minute mark? Now, um, this is nine-inning games. This is not extras. Nine-inning games. Before you answer, okay, let me tell you. Uh, last year, there were 231 games. That went over that three went hours over and 30 minutes. three hours and 30 minutes in a nine-inning game. Okay? Oh, wow. In 2021, there was 390. Good Lord. So last year, 231, 2021, 390, which was the most ever. Yeah, I mean, that's multiple of those per game day in Major League Baseball. Yes, with the new pitch clock rules and the engagement rules on the base paths, how many times do you think that has been done this season? I'm going to guess it's down significantly. I'll say it's 50 times. 50 times. That would have been an achievement, right? To go from 231 to 50. Instead, what they're doing is going from 231 390 two years ago to this year. Now, season's not over yet. There's still some games to be played. Not many. Uh, nine. Wow. It's happened nine times so you this went, year. You went from prob- that happening at least once a game day, right? I mean, every time every every time there was like a full slate of Major League Baseball games, one of them, if not more, was going three hours, oh, 30 minutes. Absolutely. You've done now, you probably, you had weeks of the season where not one game and an entire week was longer than three yes, hours and thirty minutes. It's only happened nine times that all is, season long. That is unreal. How big of a how big of a difference that has made. All right. So the Vegas Golden Knights are going direct to consumer. Uh, Seventy dollars for the entire season. You can buy single games for seven bucks. If the Blue Jackets decide to do something similar, what would be your cutoff point for how much you would pay? Are we, are we pretending I don't do this job? Like, because for this job, I obviously want to watch every Jackets no, game I can. Uh, yes. You, and as a you fan, don't do this I job. would too. You're, you're just you. You still work at the BMW call center. Right. But you're a sports fan and you like the Jackets. Yeah. Would $70 be too steep for you? I'd probably do 70 to get. If I'm guaranteed every game is hey, there. 
Teddy's the cheapest bastard in the world. Teddy, would you do $70 to watch the Blue Jackets? Yeah, and I wouldn't even think twice about that. Yeah, it's wouldn't 70. Think twice about yeah, 70. It sounds like a good, Jeez, good deal. Yeah. Must be nice to be made of money over there. My God. $70? I can afford that. I guess okay. so. Wow. All right. I just I wonder because you know we got sticker shock now and it's not just individual stuff like this it's the fact that everything adds up and the extra tiers you have to pay for if you're a crew fan you just can't pay for Apple TV you got to pay for the extra stuff on top of Apple TV well right? yes the Apple TV thing I forget what it is it's like five or six bucks a month I think to start but it like what we, what we had to pay this year I think was around a hundred bucks for that and I did that no question. Blue Jackets, if it was just, you don't have to pay like a monthly fee on top of it. You just, it's a flat fee of 70 bucks. No question. I would do that. I'd go up at least to probably like a hundred, 125 before I would even think about it. And then after that, it would, as if I'm talking as a fan who doesn't do this, where here I could just do it and then I could write it off as this is one of the things I have to do for business. So the number would be less important. But if it was just, I'm doing this out of uh, my own fandom, and then I probably would if I'm spending, like, let's say it was 150, like double what they're asking for, 140, you know, that would be double of 70. If if the Jackets or some other team like that that's giving me, you know, that's that's 80 plus game, 82 games you get out of that, then I'm probably cutting some other thing, right? I'm probably going to look at uh, Netflix, Amazon, Peacock, all these other things I've gotten some, saying something else is one go. of those, which is a monthly thing. If I cut that out, that pretty much offsets my cost. That's probably how I would think about it if it you know, wasn't for this job. It was just me as a fan. Here, here's how I would sell this to uh, my wife if she had a problem with it, which she wouldn't. But let's say she did. Okay. Let's say she was an evil shrew and had a problem with it. <laughs> okay. Okay? This is $70 in this scenario. Hey, honey, um, I, I want to pay $70 to watch the Blue Jackets this season. You mean like the guy to a game? No, it would no. actually cost much more to go to a game. I'm talking about all the games at home. Rimmer comes right to our house. Rimmer comes to our house anyway. Yes, but this time, this you can time we, can turn, we can turn him off. <laughs> you can mute him whenever you want. Right. He won't eat all our food and then <laughs> take massive dumps Hello? in our guest bathroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Were those towels for me? <laughs> Not to wipe yourself with. Anyway... The other thing, I saw uh, an advertisement for a boxing pay-per-view that's coming up. I can't tell you who's in it because I know nothing about boxing. Sure. It's $85. Yeah. That's one. One event. That's one event. Honey, Right. I'm getting 82 games here. Yeah, it's less than a dollar a game if it's I 70 mean, bucks. Come on now. I mean, we see the commercials on TV where it's like, oh, you want to help this kid eat? It's 19 cents a day. And then, of course, it's 19 cents a day. So, of course, you want to help him eat when you break yeah. it down like well, that. Yeah, right. I mean, $70 for 82 games? You know, that's, that's practically free. I'll I'll ask this, and you can tweet us at Man and Bone nine seven one. I'd love to know what is the number for you. Let's say the jacket said we're going to charge you to watch games, but it's there. There's no blackout. There's no anything you have to worry about. You don't have to worry about a cable dispute with anything. It's it's an app. It works on all the TVs. Works on your phone. Works on. It's one price. You get it on every device. All that stuff. How much would be like, okay, I can't afford that. I can't, I can't think about doing that. Would it be a uh, 70 bucks? Would it be a hundred bucks? Here, here's what, uh, here's what you do. Here's what I think you should do. These teams have to be incentivized. All right. You can talk about pride and, and want to and all that. The reality is they need to be incentivized to go out there and win games. Okay. Mm. So what do you do sometimes? Like I ordered a piece of furniture. It's going to be in stock in 13 weeks. 
Okay. Jeez. Pottery Barn, 13 weeks. That's not I'm not going to, they didn't charge me now. What they did was they bing, they, they hit my card to make sure that I had the funds. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then when it's ready to be shipped to me, then they charge the card. I see. So what the Blue Jacket should do is you sign up for the thing, boop, 50 bucks, right? We charge you, we charge you, we're going to hit your card. It's going to cost $50. Mm-hmm. If we miss the playoffs, that's all we can charge you. Ooh. $50. Oh. But if we make the playoffs, 120 bucks. Oh, I like that a lot. If we adva- and every round you advance, the price goes I mean, up. Let me be, let me be clear. What? I don't like that as a fan. I would like that if I were the Blue Jackets because you know they we get a bunch about of money. It all the time. Pay for a win. Yeah. If you're, you're a right. Blue Jacket fan and they've made the playoffs and they're advancing to rounds that we've never seen before because we've only seen <laughs> round two. Right, right. Right. Then you're happy at the end of the year to write that check, aren't but, you? Yes and no, because on the one hand, I'm thrilled that they've done enough that makes me have to pay more. On the other hand, I'd say, well, where the hell was this the last 20 years when I was free? <laughs> when I when you could have just done this and I didn't get any pay, I didn't have to pay anything. You could have just done it. I would be a little frustrated if it's like, oh, now you're good when I have to pay more if you're good. Hey, you know what? I'd be I, mad about I that. I don't care how they get good at this point. I mean, I do a little I bit. I just want them to get... No, I don't care. No, I'm saying I don't... Don't charge me for you being good finally. You you owe me. In fact, it should be if we make the playoffs, you get, we'll give you your money back. Thank you. Sorry that we were well, so bad not, for all these years. I know happen. it's not. I'm saying they can't charge me more than that. No, I actually now I hate this. Right. <laughs> Sorry. I'm off the boat. I don't want it anymore. But you said you were going to pay $120 anyway. I'm saying I would pay that money to guarantee access to my team. I agree to that ahead of time, but if it's like, oh, if we're good, though, we'll charge you more. Well, screw you. You should be good. That shouldn't be a bonus. Right. It shouldn't be a benefit. I should have to pay more for that. Rapid Fire is coming up next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. Looks like we have an accident reported I-70 eastbound at James Road. Left lane blocked there, causing stop-and-go traffic backed up to Livingston Avenue. About a six-minute delay through that area. This report is sponsored by Bob Evans Restaurants. You'll love Bob Evans' new caramel apple hotcakes. It's goodness fresh off the griddle with roasted apples, caramel, and all the sweet flavors of fall. Hurry on in for breakfast at Bob Evans. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Travel. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Does excessive amounts of Prozac make your sack droop down to your knees? Asking for a friend. My friend's name is Mike. Back to Droopy Sack and T-Bone. Sports gambling is legal in the state of Ohio. And the place where Bone and I do our banging. And sports Mm. gambling. That's right. Hollywood Casino Columbus and their 12,000 square foot sports book. Stop in today. Have some food. Bet some of the action. Play some slots if you like. There you go. Teddy loves the slots. Loves them. Can't yep. get them off. Cheap, the can't get them off cheaper of them. the better. Yeah. Right, Teddy? Jerk that lover. Oh, you jerk it and shove the coin in the slot. 
Lever is what you said. I, I Sure, got it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood Casino Columbus and the Barstool Sportsbook is where Bone and I hang out. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. All right, Teddy, rapid fire number one. Are you sold that the Ohio State defense is really good this year? Um, I mean, now I I am. I I actually am sold after I watching this past week. I am sold that they're better and they're good enough to win the games that Ohio State needs to win. Yeah, that is different from being really good. But let's say I'm I'm satisfied with them being good enough. Yeah, and I had forgotten. I was saying this yesterday that they played really well up until the last drive where Notre Dame. I was thinking the last drive Notre Dame had is where they scored, but they scored the drive before that. Right, and then what happened? You needed a stop. You got one. Get the ball back, and they did. So I I will say that this OSU defense, if the offense could you know play consistently for four quarters against good competition, which that remains a big question mark. Defense clearly is up to the talent, the challenge, I think, against most of the offenses you're going to see. So, yeah, I'm going to say the OSU defense, I'm convinced, is really good. Rapid fire number two. Ryan Day, he had quite an emotional interview after beating Notre Dame on Saturday night. Give me a couple of your favorite emotional outbursts from coaches. Uh, well, Lee Elia, when he was manager of the Cubs back in 83, yes, it was 83, uh, just profanity-laced crazy it's three minutes long it's on youtube go find it enjoy uh mike gundy i'm a That's man a, i'm 40 it's a big one um and jim mora and it's probably not the jim mora one that you're thinking of because he had many not the playoffs no one. the playoffs one was when he was with the colts and that was a good meltdown playoffs don't talk about playoffs i just want to win a game right the one where he's with the saints where he says diddly poo <laughs> <laughs> we can't do diddly poo. That's my favorite Jim Mora yeah. meltdown is diddly poo. That's a good one. Uh, Dan Hawkins, Colorado, ex-Colorado coach, I believe. It's Division One football. Yeah, Go play intramurals, brother. That one's pretty good. Uh, I'm going to throw out Denny Green's crown his ass. You know, they are crown, who we crown thought. Crown their ass. Crown yeah. their ass. Yeah, we, they are who we thought they were. We let them off the hook. And then I think it's uh, professional bowler, a.k.a. A pro bowler, Mike. Uh, is it Pete Weber? The guy with the glasses, who's a legendary bowler, who like won a bowling event and then turned around and screamed at the crowd, who do you think you are? I am. And then like pointed at them and then pointed at himself. And he like screwed up the line, but it's one of my favorites. So those are all in the mix. Rapid fire number three. One of my uh, favorite international events, it's the Ryder Cup that begins tomorrow and it's in Italy. What's your favorite international sports competition? I thought it started Friday. Not Friday? Oh, I'm sorry. Thursday. I said tomorrow. I think it's Thursday. So none of these were right. I, tomorrow, okay. not tomorrow, not Friday. Our, our poll question I thought it was, says the Ryder Cup starts Friday in okay. Rome. Maybe Who it's wins? maybe it's like Thursday night, Friday morning, something like well, that. Well, yeah, All time right. differences. Anyway, it starts sure. this week, weekend. <laughs> uh, my answer is boring, I guess. It's the Olympics. I mean, I like the Olympics. I specifically like the Winter Olympics because I like the, the losing I like the sports. I'm not rooting for people to die. Don't get me wrong, okay? But I like the danger element where someone could die. Hmm. Now, I know that, I mean, my obviously answer is going to be the World Cup. See, that's what I was hitting yeah, at. Like, more course. like, con- World, yeah. World Cup's like for me. Mono e mono kind of thing. Yeah. Right, like that. Well, the only question I was going to ask, Ted, would you consider, like, Formula One World Championship? Would that. I, I know it's not, that's international no, competition. I know, but to me, no. To Ted, because the Ryder Cup involves. 
countries it's, or continents. Yeah, and exactly. Teams. It's more like countries yeah. against countries. Right, yeah. as opposed oh, to the just, Olympics don't have that? Countries against countries? <laughs> <laughs> if you just said the Olympics in general, yeah. then yes. What did you say? I Not, said the Winter Olympics oh, is what I okay. said. The, and then I specifically mentioned lugeing. Well, oh, you said lugeing. Yeah, lugeing. Yeah, is that any, something? Luging? I prefer Dave <laughs> Luging. That is my favorite luge, actually. I'm saying nothing. I got it. Yep, you're right. All right, rapid fire number four. All right, one of my favorite songs, it's uh, September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. What's your favorite song that has one of the months of the year in the title? Uh, well, we talked about November Rain the other day for Very guitar good. solos, yes. Guns N' Roses. Um, Long December, Counting Crows. Okay, And yeah, I'll go right. December mm, collective by Collective Soul. soul yeah. Um, I will go Green Day, Wake Me Up When September Ends. Very nice. Also, and this is a band, again, I know not everybody's going to know this band. I'm sorry in advance, but you should look them up because they're excellent. Me Without You, they have a song called January 1979. I love everything Me Without You ever did. If you know that band, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your childhood sucked or whatever. You should go listen to them. They're awesome. Man. Anyway, there you go. Rapid fire number five. All right. Today's also National Pancake Day. We've talked about how much you love the Cinestack pancakes, but I want you to tell me what's the worst pancake topping that you've had or seen put on a pancake. The worst? Yeah. It's pretty hard to screw up a pancake. Uh, even stuff that I wouldn't prefer. Like, I don't like the fruit compote. I like the blueberries inside the pancake. If you gave me, like, blueberry pie filling on top of the pancake, I'm still going to eat it. But you know what I, I really don't like? Every woman in the world seems to like chocolate chips and whipped cream. Oh, you mean like, well, I don't mind a chocolate chip pancake, but then I would still want syrup on it. I don't want whipped cream. I'm not for pancakes. I'm with you. I don't want a lot of whipped cream, fruit topping. I'd rather have syrup and butter or what we do at our house and have done since I was a kid is peanut butter instead of butter. And then on the syrup you go. Well, that doesn't sound disgusting. We're it's, talking about disgusting. No, I'm the saying worst things. There's I don't have I don't I'm I don't know because that's the only thing I ever have on it. I mean I guess yeah I wouldn't. Prefer- how about pickles? You like pickles on there? Teddy, is there a place that someone doing that? Pickles? I'm sure there is. <laughs> I'm sure, okay, I'm sure there is. What's the worst thing you've had on a pancake? Oh. I'm scared to ask. Yeah, what kind of? Things oh man, I put a kidney pie on top of a pancake. I've seen uh, people put mayonnaise on there. Who wow. puts mayonnaise on there? Beanie Wells? have seen doing this? <laughs> just it's disgusting. Yeah, and they'll drink some tea with it too. It's just oh, no, horrible. No one is who doing this. Who are you talking this? about? This who's, is fake news. Ted, who in your life is doing this? Putting mayonnaise on a pancake. And ketchup? Have you seen the ketchup on there too? Who's no putting this? this on there? There's something I'm missing. Teddy watched something on the internet and he's got us. This is a TikTok trend. Something I'm not aware of. I apologize. Because I don't know what this is. No, but that's a problem. Every person I've ever seen eat a pancake, I guess, has eaten it sensibly. Either with like fruit compote or whipped cream, which is not my favorite. But that's still well within hey, the realm of acceptable. Can I give you uh, Jim Mora? Diddly Pooh? Yeah. This is him with the Saints. Well, what happened was that second game, we got our ass kicked. Or the second half, we just got our ass totally kicked. We couldn't do diddly poo offensively we couldn't make a first down we couldn't run the ball we didn't try to run the ball we couldn't complete a pass we sucked the second half we sucked we couldn't stop the run every time they got the ball they went down and got points we got our ass totally kicked in the second half that's what it boiled down to it was a horse performance in the second half horse i'm totally embarrassed and totally ashamed coaching we're all, all, our coaching did a horrible job the players did a horrible job 
We got our ass kicked in that second half. It sucked. It stunk. I love you, Jim. Jim Mora alive? Uh, I know son obviously is alive. I think dad is still with us, right? Jim E. Mora versus Jim L. Mora. Yeah, he's 88 years old. Right, let him live, man. I haven't seen him in a while. Someone should get him. He's in the nursing home doing that we, same speech. Teddy, can we interview him the week we play Penn State and ask him what he thinks about the Ohio State football team? Just out of curiosity. I just want to see if he has any thoughts. I just, I'm just saying, he's in the wheelhouse. He's octogenarian. He's a former coach. He's fiery. He occasionally says things that are mean. But Let's he doesn't have a connection, though. I think you'd have to have a connection to that No, if school. he calls up and he's like, I got to tell you right now, Ohio State, fake good. Penn State's going to whoop that ass. They can't do diddly poo on offense. Then I think Ryan Day's going to go out there and win by 50 against Penn State. Uh, here is uh, Oklahoma State head coach Mike Gundy from back in 2007. If your child goes down the street and somebody makes fun of him because he dropped a pass in a pickup game or says he's fat and he comes home crying to his mom, you'd understand. But you haven't had that. But someday you will. And when your child comes home, you'll understand. If you want to go after an athlete, one of my athletes, you go after one that doesn't do the right things. You don't downgrade him because he does everything right and may not play as well on Saturday. And you let us make that decision. That's why I don't read the newspaper. Because it's garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. Attacking an amateur athlete for doing everything right. And then you want to write articles about guys that don't do things right and downgrade them, the ones that do make plays. Are you kidding me? Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Mm. I'm, not a, I'm not a kid. Write something about me or our coaches. <laughs> I just... I love it. You know, I like the build up to that. He, he sounds really like got a country there. preacher. Mm-hmm. He did. He all he needed in the middle of that was, "Can I get an amen?" And which, then like right, the wipe his mouth is more unhinged at this point. Well, I mean, you got Ryan Day screaming at people. <laughs> That's all right. Let him live. Got other got other guys doing other things. What's Jonathan Smith going to say? You know? Yeah, right. Hey, you know what? I got to tell you, Jonathan Smith overrated. I agree. You can print that. I agree. Oh, a lot of people agree with that. A lot of people are saying even that. Be rated. Jonathan Smith overrated. He uh, sucks. The Holt man. The Holt man was talking to the media yesterday. Details next. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. Currently looking out for an accident I seventy eastbound at James Road. That accident uh, blocking things up on both berms right now, causing stop and go traffic. About an eight minute delay there. Emergency crews reportedly on. On the scene, so uh, just be a little bit cautious getting through that area. This report sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. The perfect way to offset a long day. Head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dining only. Drink responsibly. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Track. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. 
If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Tuesday. So glad you've tuned in three hours a day every single day. Do it. But, uh, or or rot in hell for all eternity. It's, it's your choice. I mean, do it, and then you will definitely find out how stupid we are. Yeah. I mean, you can do that. Uh, we did ask a few segments ago about the Blue Jackets. They're not doing this yet, but other hockey teams are saying they would, you know, the, what is it, the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, they're charging 70 bucks for access to the team the entire season. Yes. Because they don't have a TV partner. We said, would you pay 70 bucks? Uh, Josh said, depends if the team has a decent chance of being good. I'd probably pay 70 bucks. Maybe fifty, but if it's projected to be a trash fire, fifty dollars is genu- generous. Also, Code Monkey said, "I always wanted Directv to have an NFL tier for just the Browns, and would have paid a hundred dollars to guarantee I could watch all the Browns games. So that price would probably also be my limit for the Jackets. Anything higher, I'd debate the value. So, all right, so like a hundred bucks sounds like from people who are tweeting us. That's the most they'd probably pay for that. Thank right. you for those tweets. Sounds good. Uh, basketball season is right around the corner. The Holt Man, I think, is facing a very important." season well dude i don't know i mean in my world in your world yeah all right well the holt man should be facing right. a very important season i don't know what the new ad structure is going to look like when all that gets done but yeah assuming you have an ad in place i would think this is very important that he makes it to you know tourney and all that uh they they meaning ohio state had media availability yesterday for the Holt man, he talked about bouncing back from a bad season. You know, I think there's uh, real, there can be real power in the pain we went through last year. And um, I think if it's used in a way that uh, uh, provides fuel, uh, I think that's a really positive thing. And I don't think how you can, I don't think you can go through what we went last year and, and not feel that way if, unless, you know, you're, you're not a competitive guy. Is it Ryan Day bullwhip? I think I heard it. For the Holt man? Hey, well... Maybe the bullwhip is just kind of like a, a grim reaper walking around <laughs> knowing that things could be a little snug if we don't get some wins. Maybe that's it. I don't know. what the I never knew what the purpose of the bullwhip was, but the bullwhip goes where it wants, Mike. Uh, Chris Holtman. I don't know why I said it like that. Say it again. Chris Holtman. Yeah. It's either Chris Holtman or the Holtman. So yeah, that's, you can't that's mix my bad. I know it's I bad. Stupid. Yeah, I got it. Uh, here is uh, Chris Holtman talking about how they know the defense has to get better. It is something that we have we have told our guys this is our our goal and this is something we need to get uh, a goal we need to get to, and that's taken a lot of kind of thought and study over the season or over the off season in terms of what uh, what wins and what we feel like this group is capable of. I think this group has the ability to be a much improved defensive team, but we've got to do it and we've got to prove it. Uh, up to this point, we've had two years of of. Uh, of really not good enough performance on that end. And then last year, we just weren't efficient really on either end in Big Ten play. Um, so that's certainly been a point of emphasis and will be as we move forward. All right. One more. Uh, this is the Holt man saying that there are fewer question marks going into this season. Because last year, and what are you going to do? Right. Right. Sure. Especially as things turned out badly, that was the Holt man and Gene Smith essentially saying, yeah, we knew it was going to be terrible. Okay. All right. I want you to remember this because it's September 26th. The Holt man says fewer question marks going into this season, which means we should expect improvement. And if we don't get it, we should hold people accountable. Right? Right. Am I reading too much into that? I don't think you are. All right. Here's Holt man. We have way more knowns uh, than what we had at this time last year. We had some knowns, but you had a guy like Justice who had been out a year. So there were still some questions in terms of his overall health. Um, I think... 
the fact that our three uh, sophomores, uh, we are still young, and we will be regarded certainly in terms of age in class, one of the younger teams in the Big Ten. Uh, my only point to that would be, I think, the experience that those three sophomores got uh, last year uh, will, pr- will really prove beneficial, and I'm not sure I even look at them as, as sophomores because of the experience they got last year. Hopefully that provides a great benefit. I, say uh, I will. I will just throw out there that yes, again, this time last year, everything was great. Got all these oldest team in college basketball. Mike, remember that? It was like they're the the senior class times three. They got so many people. They're just oh man. So and then and then they played like five games, and it went from that to you know this tiny baby basketball team can't be expected to play any basketball because they just learned how to play basketball yesterday. So I hope we don't change the narrative on this. So now, what's the narrative going into this season? No, they know how to play now. Buckeye basketball, veteran guys, yeah. pretty much, even though there's some sophomores, they're really like juniors or seniors because they played so much last year. Great. I hope that's true. Speaking of 17-second-long flatulence, a special <laughs> Tuesday edition is. of Jason's Beef oh. is coming up next. Great. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. We're still looking out for an accident. I-70 eastbound at James Road. That accident blocking things up on both berms there, causing stop-and-go traffic. Uh, about a seven-minute delay there currently. Reportedly, uh, emergency crews are on the scene, so uh, hopefully they can get that cleared up somewhat shortly. This support sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings happy hour is beer, cocktails, and bar food. For only three to six bucks. It's a perfect way to offset a long day. So, head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. Dine in only, drink responsibly. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S. based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. He likes baseball. He likes solar eclipses. He likes Shohei Otani. But he loves roast beef sandwiches. It's time for Jason's Beef with everyone's favorite baseball writer, podcaster, author, and former mustache owner, Jason Stark. Sponsored by Logan AC and Heat Services. Don't go through another air conditioner breakdown. For fast, friendly service, call the experts at Logan Services now for a free estimate and next day air installation. A special Tuesday edition with our favorite Hall of Famer. It's Jason's Beef on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Jason. Hey, Mike. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great, but you need to do something for me. I do. Uh, you were at MLB Network today, right? Because I watched yep. you. Correct. And it said live. I assume they weren't lying to me. So you were there. Um, <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> I, I have a bone to pick with MLB Network because for some reason they are letting Steve Wilkos... Uh, former talk show host, former Jerry Springer security guy on there to talk baseball. Look, he loves baseball. It's not necessarily have a problem with Steve Wilkos. It's the fact that at this point in time, I cannot physically tell the difference between him and Cal Ripken Jr. And don't tell me you can. Don't tell me you can because you're lying. I can. 
No, I don't believe you. This is like saying I can tell the Olsen twins apart. No, you can't. <laughs> All right, you want a confession? I, I, I did see him in the newsroom one day and thought it was Cal. <laughs> yes, yes, of course yes, you did. Yes. We knew it. I know. We do it all the Jason, all the time. We look up, he is on the screen, and then I would say, quick, who is that? Cal Ripken or Steve Wilkos? And by the time we look up again, he's gone, and we only have fleeting visions of one of them, and we have to guess. And we've been wrong 90% of the time. <laughs> well, it's really wrong when you see him in person and you're wrong. <laughs> okay, that's all I'm going to say. I, 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 I don't think I called him Cal, but I acted like it was, I, you know, I, I, get I, it. I acted like he wasn't Steve. <laughs> I guess that's the way I would describe it. All right. So I'd like to point out that your first reaction was to make me feel bad. Because you're like, oh, I can tell him apart. And then you just admit to everybody that you, you did not tell him apart. Yeah. Yeah, there was a time I didn't. All right. But now you've now you've learned one of them is like significantly larger. Any more trick questions? Uh, uh, no. Here's a question for you. It looks like the Reds are done. They're two and a half games. I mean, they they could do something, but you know, the Reds fans sort of treated Joey Votto's last game at the ballpark like it was going to be his last game. Do you think that Joey Votto, there's a chance he comes back to the Reds next year? Do you think he retires? Do you think maybe he goes up to Toronto and has a little moment up there where he's a part-time player. What do you think happens? You know, I've been trying to very gently feel out people on the Reds to see what they think. And look, officially what they're saying is we're not going to make any decisions about anything until we see whether we make the playoffs or not. And I think we know the answer is probably not. Um, Beyond that, I, I think there's a chance. I don't think it's David Bell's decision. <laughs> I don't think it's McCall's decision. Uh, I think it's mostly the owner's decision and Joey's decision. Uh, and what's he willing to accept in terms of salary? Uh, how diminished a role is he willing to play? Um, but if you watch that ceremony... On Sunday, if you well, not the ceremony, but if you watched him speak after the game, and the, you saw the way the fan base responded to him, and you saw the way every player on the roster stood there in the dugout, their eyes just locked on him. I, I, I think there's a path for him to come back. Whether or not it happens, you'd have to know Bob Castellini's mind, the inner workings of his mind, better than I do. Jason's Beef with our guy Jason Stark on the Brian Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Uh, kind of another end of an era, at least we we all believe this to be the case. Every indication is that this is what it will be. You talked to him on Starkville, your podcast, which everyone should go listen to. Terry Francona, managing the guards, you know, for the last little bit here. But, I mean, that's that's probably it for him. He won't say the word, though, right? He won't officially say retirement or that it's over. But what's your sense of after talking with Terry Francona, what the future holds there and for the Guardians? Well, um, I appreciate you mentioning the podcast. If you want to have a really entertaining half hour, you can watch it on YouTube or listen to it all the usual places because what we did was team up to tell stories about his 23 years of managing, and they are hilarious, one after another. And even though he didn't use the word retire, he, uh, he did admit 
that the fact that they're giving out T-shirts, <laughs> right, that tomorrow night or Thursday night, whatever the heck it is, uh, that say, what, thank you, Tito? I, I, he said once they start giving out T-shirts, there's no going back. So this is it. This is it for him. He, he physically, he just can't do it anymore at the, the way he would want it done. Uh, let's stick with managers. We, we've talked about this all season long because they've sort of underachieved all season long. Aaron Boone, Yankees, done, you think? No, actually my gut tells me Aaron Boone is coming back, just like I think Brian Cashman is coming back. I don't know that everyone's coming back. Um, I mean, I don't know if all the coaches will be back. Maybe that causes ripple effects with the manager. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I think there's definitely a tug-of-war going on there. There might be a push of some kind to, to get that team less data-driven in a variety of ways. and I mean, that could cause all kinds of stuff. But, I, I, you know, despite all the rumblings and the fact that it's the Yankees when anything's possible, we're, we're long past the days of Boss Steinbrenner and Billy Martin. So I'm, I know you miss that, like all the fun-filled days when the back pages were like the, the gigantic boss headlines, the backstabbing, and then a bunch of people got led to the guillotine. I don't think we're going to have that anymore. One more question on the Guardians, just with that. I mean, obviously, Terry Francona, we all you know presume, was doing what they're doing, which is he's going to step down. What's next for the Guardians? Where does that put them You know, in their plan? I mean, they're kind of in this weird spot where they have some decent players that are paid a lot of money, and then they have a bunch of other guys that really aren't the pieces to make you, I think, much going forward. Terry Francona was looked at as the guy who was kind of going to get all that to work, and then it he did for a while, but obviously now that's not going to happen. Where do they go from here? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a great question because this is a huge moment in time for this team. Uh, they've had 11 years where they could entrust their team to the best manager in the sport. You know, they knew he would treat everyone around him like they're someone special. They knew he'd get more out of whatever players they gave him, whatever payroll they gave him than anybody else. When you have total confidence, you can give the manager any kind of roster, and he'll find a way to make it work. That is a rare thing in baseball. And so now, like, they could hire anybody else, Sandy Alomar or DeMarlo Hale or Mike Hargrove or Tom Hamilton. Like, you could name anybody. They won't be as good at the job as Terry Francona was. And so... I, I believe they're realistic about this. I think they're they're a little sad that this is ending, but they knew this was coming. Um, they they knew his health issues were getting more difficult to deal with. I, I I think they're just grateful that they got eleven incredible seasons out of him, and they they've got no choice now. They've just got to move forward and make the best of it. I don't think there's a favorite yet. Jason's beef with our guy Jason Stark here on the fan. Last thing for you. Uh, you love Shohei Otani, had the elbow surgery. You're probably massaging him as we speak. Yep, yep. He's, he's right, over, right, right across the room. That's right. <laughs> Good. He is going to hit the open market, right? We've heard $500 million. We've heard a billion dollars. We've heard a million things. The fact that he's not going to pitch next season, does that scare people away? Or do you think that money is still coming regardless? All the money? 
Um, see, I don't see how he can get what we thought he was going to get two months ago. But I'll tell you what I think he still can get, and that's the biggest contract in history. And then there'll be incentives on top of that. So I'm, I, I would guess somewhere in the neighborhood of a half billion with a chance to earn, like, I don't even know, three quarters of a billion? <laughs> I like, I like uh, how you're also talking about that being a reduced price. But you're, you're right. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Well, there would be incentives to, quote-unquote, protect the team, but um, he's made it clear he still intends to pitch, and he obviously still intends to hit. And whatever he is, he's still the greatest international cash register ringer who ever played baseball. You ever checked out the Angels' road attendance? I think they're, aren't they second to the Yankees? I mean, why? Those people were not going out there to see... Um, Trey Cabbage or Matt Feist, you know, or the Anthony Rendon's empty uniform. I, they, we know why, why they were going to see the Angels. I paid money to take my family see, to see the Angels. That's, that's interesting that you, you said that because, like, the narrative the last week or so from some people has been that Shohei Otani doesn't draw people and that wins draw people. I think that's false. I think no. for, for some players, I think that may be true. But Shohei is such an attraction that I think he does draw people. I mean, obviously you want to win. Don't get me wrong. That's why you're going to spend money on him. But he's going to draw people just because of him. One of the biggest reasons that they did not trade him in July was that exact reason. Artie Moreno knows he puts people in the seats, knows he, like, he, he draws tour groups from across the Pacific. Uh, he, he's, uh, he's a revenue generating machine. Um, and, they, and there's just, there's, like, that's not even arguable. Arguable. Um, and I don't know at this point how many people go out to see even Mike Trout, but they go to see that guy because we've never seen anything like that guy playing this sport, maybe any sport. Jason, we appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk next week. Can't wait. Thanks. Jason's Beef with our guy Jason Stark on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Normally you can catch him Monday at 534, but he was busy massaging Steve Wilkos's bald head yesterday. I'm, I'm glad to know it's happened to the best of us. And uh, Jason we, is the best of us. We had another Scorigami yesterday. Oh, yeah. De- yes. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Want to give you an accident update. I-70 eastbound at James Road. We had an accident there really slowing things down. Well, that has been cleared. Still some stop and go traffic though through that area as things are turned back to normal. Still could slow you down a few minutes. Should have free-flowing traffic there uh, pretty shortly, though. This report sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half off traditional wings every Tuesday. Buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings, let's go sports bar. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. I'm out of time for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. 
Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. The only thing scarier than Bones analogies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Tuesday. Game show coming up at 534. What's the game this week, Bone? Uh, this week's game is just some 80s trivia. Pretty simple, standard stuff. Like pop culture, uh, news. A little bit of news, a little bit of pop culture, a little All bit right. of everything. Yeah. You know what tomorrow is? What's tomorrow? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wild card. Oh, yeah. Wednesday. Mm. Uh, we had a scorigami last night. Love that. I didn't realize what a scorigami was until earlier this season. That is a unique final score that we've never seen before in NFL history. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers losing to the Eagles was a scorigami, 25 to 11. We have never seen that. It is the 1,078th unique final score in NFL history. There you go. I like the uh, the fact that someone came up with that, the scorigami guy, whoever it was that, that started that idea. It's but... the second scorigami in week three. Oh, really? Because the Dolphins' 70-20 to 20 victory against the Broncos was also oh. a scorigami. Well, I'm guessing 70 to anything is probably a scorigami a lot of times in the NFL, right? There's only been two games that have gone over 70. Is that right? Not as good as a scorgasm, in my opinion, but to each their own. Uh, the NFL is looking at Brazil and Spain as potential hosts for games. The first London game is this upcoming weekend. They're playing three. So Brazil and Spain, bone, new targets. Well, is that, I mean... If we're going to go the route of doing international games, at this point, we've already decided we're going to take teams over to England, and we've done lots of that. I don't. I, at this point, I don't see, once you start going down that pathway, I thought this was just inevitable that they're going to keep expanding that to more and more places. We did. Was it Germany last year? Yeah, Germany did? last year. They've done Mexico. Yeah. They've done that. Uh, I'm talking regular season games. Uh, I think that's it, right? Have they done regular season someplace else? It feels like there's a regular season. Whenever we do this, it feels like there's a regular season one we've forgotten about that was somewhere else. Anyway, they're they're thinking about Brazil and Spain. Let them live. Uh, college game day will visit Duke for the first time ever. Duke faces Notre Dame this weekend. Yes, and what was interesting about that was they announced this during the Notre Dame game after Notre Dame had taken the lead against Ohio State. Now, I'm sure there's a lot more at play there than just, oh, Notre Dame's winning. They're going to pull this upset. Let's go do a game day at a Notre Dame. They just did that, right? They were at Notre Dame for the Ohio State game, but now it's a Duke game that involves a one-loss Notre Dame team as opposed to an undefeated Notre Dame team. Not quite as big of a game, but yeah, that's nice for Duke fans, I guess. They never get to root for their sports teams to do anything. Oh, wait. And, uh... You were talking to me before the show today about uh, a professional pickleball team in the city of Columbus. Which oh, yeah. I, di- I didn't know that we had. I'm glad that we do. I hope that wherever they play games, they invite you out. No. That's okay. To do the halftime I will, entertainment. I, I am busy. Where the whole team just lines up and kicks you in the crotch. That's fine. <laughs> Their legs are probably old and feeble anyway, so it probably wouldn't hurt well, that it's much. It's not the geriatric pickleball. <laughs> It's young, strong That's, no, people. It's, it's people who couldn't play tennis, right? So oh, they have weaker you. legs. Yeah. Look at you. Anyway, the point is, I'm just saying, good for the pickleball people. Let you live. It's not my thing. Uh, but apparently, White Castle is getting involved with the Columbus team. Their good. sponsorship is going to change the name of the team to the Columbus Sliders, which... I mean, I think that's 
I, I like White Castle. Good job by White Castle. Get involved with sports mm-hmm. or quote unquote sports, Please whatever. Stop, stop it. I'm, hey, I'm just saying good for the uh, pickleball community, I guess. I'm sure, I'm sure you all go to White Castle now and enjoy that. I'm just saying you, you're setting yourself up. What am I setting myself up I'm for? Saying, once upon a time, different version of uh, Common Man. Yeah. The senior hurler. I, I know. Yeah. Uh, he got on, and I'm talking about him like he's a separate person because he's not me anymore. You're not this guy now. I'm not this You've guy. You changed as a human. There I was understand. A, there was a women's professional football team here in Columbus called the Columbus Comets. Mm-hmm. They may still exist. I have no idea. Um, and I would I would go on the air and make fun of them. I'd say, who the hell wants to go to a Comets game and they you know, make very, jokes very, about how they all played in Licking County? Like, all, all that. I did very, all the jokes. Very original stuff. I'm just saying, stuff. I did all the jokes. It was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And we had a little situation where we had the arena team still here, the Columbus Destroyers, and they invited me at halftime to put on pads and a helmet right, and go up against the entire Columbus Comets female team. Okay. And I, I knew... I was going to have to take my medicine, but mm-hmm. for the good of the show and entertainment, I did it. That's fine. I put on the pads. The whole gimmick was their entire team was lined up against me. It was just me. I had yeah. no blockers. It was just right. me. They were going to kick the ball to me. I was going to presumably catch the ball and try and run it back, and they were all going to jump on me and kill me. I was prepared for pain. Okay. I knew it was coming. I was prepared for it. So... We run out there. You know, all these halftime things, they're all timed. Yeah, you only have a few minutes right. to do them. And so we, you know, I run out there. The Comets run out there. And they weren't talking to me. They were giving me dirty looks the entire time. I thought maybe we'd have some good rapport. None of that. They were out for blood. I they can't believe They were going the way, to kill me. I would be rooting for the Comets Fine. in this situation. You know what? For whatever it's worth. 2023 Common Man, also rooting for the Comets. <laughs> right. Okay? We all have things in our I, past. I understand. Right? I understand. So anyway, Same here. So... The kicker kicks the ball, but instead it doesn't go to me, flies into the stands. Uh, Crowd begins to jeer. No mm-hmm. problem. They give her a new ball. Yeah. Second ball she kicks into the stands. Mm. So at this point, I start playing this up. Yeah. Right? I mean, sure. I'm, I'm sort of dancing around like, hey, they don't want to kick it to me. Right. You know, and <laughs> the guy yeah. who's running all of this says, you got time for one more kick and then that's it. Right. Right? He says, you don't get this kick down, then that's it. So the kicker lines up again, kicks the third ball into the stands. Oh, no. Oh. And so then so they bad. usher us off the field. Oh, I, I do so like bad. a little victory dance. Like, oh, yeah. They're afraid. They mm-hmm. don't want to kick it to me. We get back in the tunnel. Every person on the Comets team was so upset they were crying. Well, I bet because they, they wanted to destroy you. Well, I know that. And I felt bad for that. I wanted them to destroy me. Right. Yeah. You, you were, know, I didn't. I. You were in on the I gag. I knew yes. what I signed up for. I knew right. what it was going to be. Yeah. But this was the worst scenario possible because they went out there and they were humiliated. I was the one that it was prob- supposed to be humiliated. Yeah. It probably looked like to anyone watching, they're like, oh, did they set this team up? Like, did they set, did they put like a. Was this a joke? Like, did they right. do this as a stunt? No, I was I was going to go there and take my medicine. That was the stunt. Man. That was the joke. You lucked out. I did luck out, man, because they were going to kill me. I was going to say, I don't think I would have been able to do a show called, you know, T-Bone and Pile of Goo. Like, I think no, I, you would. I would have showed up here and then all of a sudden it would have been like, yeah, Torg's here and uh, Pile of Goo no longer works here because he got just destroyed this by was, a bunch of women's football players. Pre-Torg. I was with Spielman. Oh, gosh. At this time. 
Wow. Yeah, this was pre-Torch. Oh, that's right, because it was Destroyers, and he had yet to take the coaching job. Or was he the coach uh, at no, that time? I don't think he was yet. Okay. And anyway. he did coach them at some point. So, <clears throat> what was I going to say to you? Oh, so I think you should go down to oh, pickle professional ball. pickleball right. and just have them beat you to death with their little paddles. That's not part of the game. I mean, I would I would appeal to whatever pickleball gods there are and say, excuse me, is this the way your rules are? Because then if so, I don't want to play this game. Now, okay. football is different. That's football. You have a kickoff. You get tackled. Well, yeah, but I, I don't have blockers in front of me. That wasn't football. It was just a spectacle. That's fine. I don't think pickleball, they just hit you with the ball. I think they do. I think no. you, you stand there and they hit you in That's your genitals fine. with the ball or the paddle. Well, first of all, you went down to a real place for a real sport. If pickleball ever becomes a Look real sport, you. maybe I will man, show up and do that. You're trending in this direction. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to, I'd have are, to go somewhere to get pickleball. You are trending in this direction. Go ahead. Come at me, pickleballers. Let's go. All right. Game show coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Just a little bit of slow traffic to be on the lookout for right now. 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. That's about a seven-minute delay. Otherwise, traffic looking mostly clear. No accidents or major delays to look out for. This report sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half off traditional wings every Tuesday and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings, let's go sports bar. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Adam Zalek for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. So glad you've tuned in. They're selling uh, NFL merchandise on HSN right now. Home Shopping Network. Well, first glance, I thought they were selling NFL recliners. But they're no, not. it's the throw blanket. They're, 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 they're just put selling on the, the blanket you put on the recliner. Yes. Which is fine. That makes way more sense. But also, earlier today on HSN, because that's what we have on in the studio, they were selling bagels. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. when I'm looking up at the screen, what I saw was a bagel that had been toasted and then had been slathered with peanut butter, bananas, and then put together like a sandwich and then they were drizzling either honey or syrup over it. I couldn't be sure which. And at some point I said, are we just selling a bagel or are we selling? Because I'm not getting all that when I buy the bagel. I have to go put all that together myself. Just like if you then also said, here's a bagel. We dipped it in chocolate, wrapped it in bacon, deep fried it. And now it's a whole other thing. But you're only getting the bagel. Just show me the bagel. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, they got to fill a lot of time. I know so they, they show you all the things that you can do with the bagel. Do people not know how bagels work? Is someone on a home shopping network like this? Looks interesting. Bone, but what can this, I do? With this is why you and me couldn't do this job. What could I we do go with on the bagel? There, we would take a bite, say it's a delicious bagel. You should buy it. And like, sorry, you have fifteen more minutes. Oh, I would be insulting people. Well, I would then, be like, well, what, what else do you do? do you fifteen need? minutes. Look at this bagel. Why aren't you buying it, you slob? Like, I'd just be screaming Let's at people. Let's take a call. Oh, you've never had a bagel before. 
What an idiot. I got to tell Hang you. Hang up on this. Actually, find out where they're calling from and let's chase them down. Let's find out who they are. Let's go. Uh, game show time. All right. Well, back when I was banging trivia, except I don't know if you and I were totally banging in the 80s. We were alive. I don't know if we really had it going towards, on yet. Towards the latter end of the, the 80s, I was aware of banging. Okay. And knew that someday I'd be interested in doing it. I see. Gotcha. Um, well, Ted, Teddy was banging. Teddy was banging. Oh, my God. 80s. Teddy. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Ted. That's right. Uh, all right. First up, a uh, famous picture from 1989 featured a lone protester blocking the path of a tank. Where did this occur? Was it in the Red Square or Tiananmen Square? Uh, I don't know. I'll say Red Square. No, Tank at, Tank Man, look at as he became known. Ted which, knew the answer and just buzzed me immediately. It was uh, thousands of protests uh, were going on in China to protest the Red Army. Tank Man was shown in Tiananmen Square in 1989. Sorry, uh, Ted. That's okay. Sorry. I'm not apologizing to you. I know you aren't. Hey, um, there's a black guy on HSN. Make sure Albert Breer doesn't think it's uh, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> okay. That's, well, that is something that happened. Uh, next up, March 31st, 1985 at Madison Square Garden. The first WrestleMania took place. There were a total of nine matches that night. The main event was a tag team match featuring Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. Who did they go up against? Was it Junkyard Dog and Greg Valentine no. or... Paul Orndorff and, and Rowdy, Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Piper. Yes, that that's, one. That's correct. There you go. So you're one out of two. Uh, next up. On the 1st of May, 1982, the biggest naval action to take place since the Second World War erupted. What part of the world did it take place in? Was it the South Atlantic or the North Pacific? If I say where it was, you'll know instantly what this is, but... South Atlantic. Yeah. So where would that go around the globe, right? That would be near South America and all is that, that. Is that this is the Falkland Islands? Is that what this is? Could could be. Is that what your answer is? South Atlantic? Or is it North Pacific? South Atlantic. There you go. And you're right. Uh apparently I didn't do you know why the Falkland Islands thing happened? Well, it was it was uh the Brits. Yeah, the Brits. They were maintaining the Falkland Islands, but they were they didn't like how much it cost to maintain the Falkland Islands, so they were going to transfer it over to Argentina, eventually give its sovereignty over to Argentina. Okay. And then that broke down in the early 80s, and then they had a dispute about it, and oh. then it, Britain was like, oh, yeah, well, maybe we'll just keep it! And then Argentina was like, no, no, you won't! And then, then boom! Is, and this, then, is this Falkland Islands or DeSantis and Disney at this point? <laughs> right, yeah, that's exactly it. So, in either case, that was, uh, that was May 1st, 1982, when that all started off. Uh, next up, the 90s were all about who shot Mr. Burns. But in 1981, someone shot J.R. Ewing. That's right. Who was it? Was it Sue Ellen Shepard or Kristen Shepard? I don't know. I didn't watch the show. I didn't either, but I'll which say, one was uh, it? Sue Ellen? No. Teddy was quick on that well, one, too, are, man. Those are the sisters. And Sue Ellen's sister, Kristen, and her two, Kristen, shot J.R. after he went back on his word that he would divorce Sue Ellen and marry her. Oh. So Kristen thought, I'm going to get some Patrick Duffy ass. But didn't they also then, kill off Patrick Duffy and then they pretended like they never even happened? That was all a, it yeah, was it was all like a, a dream. dream. Yeah. It was all a dream. <laughs> That's exactly right. What a dumb decade the 80s were. Am I right? Anyway. Uh, next up. Early 80s saw a new format launch into the market, changed the way we would buy our music forever. Who is credited with inventing the compact disc player? And it's not a person. It's a company. Was it Philips or uh, Hitachi? 
Phillips? Yep. Yeah. Phillips? Or Hitachi. That's right. Uh, Phillips is Sony. Sony, you might know, also bought Phillips eventually. Uh, they are the ones who were credited with creating the first CD player. It was manufactured in August of 1982. Hey, so was I. Both there of you us. Go. Are, you and the, the CD, CD player, player share you both the same month shot of- out of your mom's region. <laughs> we were both manufactured in August of 82. Good to know. Next up, research science Dr. Spence Silver developed an unusual glue. Super glue. Well, no. Glue that did not stick very strongly when coated onto tape backings. What product did this launch into everyday use? Self-adhesive envelopes or post-it notes? Post-it notes. Yeah. Those were invented in the 80s. Little did you know. You know that my wife actually bought the other day some envelopes that were not self-adhesive? And I said, yeah, I said, what are you, a lunatic? (laughs) What did you say, 30 cents? Get the hell out of here. (laughs) I'm not licking crap at this point. I want a sticker on the back of my envelope. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Uh, Robert Ludlum published the first in a series of novels that later launched a series of action-packed movies. In the 80s is when the books came out. The 90s and beyond is when the movies came out. Which book was it that came out? Was it Clear and Present Danger or The Born Identity? Clear and Present Danger. No. No? The Born Identity launched a series of action-packed movies called The Born Identity and The Born Ultimatum and, oh my God, well, it's I, Jason I, Bourne. Tom Clancy Tom did Clancy. the Clear and Present Danger. Jack Ryan. Jo- Jack Ryan was yeah. a character and they had a movie series based oh, off his okay, character. Fine. Yeah, fine. But that's Tom Clancy. Patriot Games, Clear and All Present right, Danger. Fine. I thought I, I thought yes. I made it pretty obvious, I guess. I, well, guess I mean, I I'm stu- I got it wrong. I'm stupid. <laughs> but there also was a movie series You're based right. off of You're that right. book. All right, fine. You're right. Good call. I'm dumb because I didn't know that. I just thought that was a one-off. My bad. Uh, 1981... Thomas Harris released a novel titled Red Dragon, the first introduced us to a character that would soon become a favorite movie. Hanna- Hannibal Lecter. There we go. Yes. Uh, Hannibal Lecter was in that 1981 book, Red Dragon, which, of course, later on, we got a movie by that name. Also, we were introduced to Red Sonia, As... and it was terrible. That was when... Yes. That was when Arnold Sly was... Or Sly. Arnold was... Arnold was banging uh, Bridget, Bridget Nielsen, Nielsen. Yeah. which was... Sylvester Stallone eventual wife? Yes, that's they weren't right. married at the time. I think Arnold was like, listen, I can't be with you, but there's this other guy. And then he Is like, that Yarmo? Who's here? Who's that? Arnold or Yarmo? <laughs> yeah, Who's I don't here? know what I did there. I don't know. Uh, last one. Which of these is not an 80s invention? Prozac, Cabbage Patch Kids, or the Apple II computer? All right, this question could also be, which one is Common Man currently using... <laughs> You're probably using a few of these now that I think about it. Yeah, uh, Prozac? No. Oh, Apple, Apple Two, Prozac and Cabbage Patch Kids, '80s inventions. Apple Two was invented in. Well, my notes say 1879. That's clearly wrong. 1979 by 1879, Steve. 1979. That'd be quite a thing. I do say, would you like to take a look at my floppy disk? Don't know where that's coming from, <laughs> but these voices. It sounds like it's something an 1879 guy would sound like. Uh, I don't know. Good job, Bone. No, it wasn't. Good job. No, it wasn't. Back, I gotta urinate so bad. Maybe if you weren't playing ping pong, I all know. The time. I haven't peed all show. <laughs> I gotta go do it. Back page coming right, up. Okay, Common okay. Man and T Bone on the fan. 
Fan Traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. A couple of slow traffic spots to look out for right now. I-71 northbound between I-70 and 11th Avenue. Could slow you down about six minutes there. I-70 eastbound between James Road and the Fairfield-Franklin County lines. Uh, about a five-minute delay there. Also seeing just a little bit of slowdowns, 270 northbound between U.S. 33 southeast and I-70 east side. That's a couple-minute delay as well. This report is sponsored by American Kennel Club. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Oh, my guys. How you doing today? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you. Here we are. You were a very busy bee today. Oh, man. You had no time to spend with me before the show. <laughs> I hate it. I hate Nothing. days. I hate days when I don't get to play a lot of pre-show Pong with the man. Nothing. I was like a lost puppy. Worky work, busy bee. You know, behind the scenes, Timmy Hall is perhaps the most important person here at the fan. Isn't it exactly right. Well, don't you remember the distinction that I earned a few years ago? I remember it very Do you remember? well. Transformational oh, yeah. leader. Yeah. Yes. I'm very aware of that. That's the one. Mm-hmm. And look where we are now. <laughs> you are transforming. <laughs> you are leading transform. <laughs> You're the radio You're the leading transformer here, actually. You are like Bumblebee or Megatron. I'm not sure which one, but you are transforming. I'm doing many types of transforming. Mm-hmm. That's, That's right. correct. It's beautiful. Timmy, uh, Travis Kelsey is dating Taylor Swift. Yes, this is... Or at least they're I've letting... Heard of, you've, you've heard of her. I, I've, I've, I've heard of that. Yes. If you were going to pick a pop star to date who's not Zac Efron... Uh, uh, do a... Uh, uh, do a... Uh, do a... Lipe. Do a Lipe. All right. She's nice. She's, I don't know any of her songs, but she's uh, oh, nice. She's good. You know See what? her on the old Instagram reels? <laughs> Save tab. <laughs> Timmy, you know, you should listen to her music because she actually is quite good. What is she saying? Uh, I don't know the names. The I can sing for you the song. Yes, please do. You want me. You got me. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, that, that's how it goes. Something like that. It's it awesome. Like something I don't play. remember the Chuck name e. of the Jeez. song. No, she's good. She's got lots okay. of good songs. She, Tim, I, Timmy she has other me, ones I don't remember. Timmy sent me a a video of a nice young lady. I did? This weekend. Yes, you did, because it looked like her ass was dipped in hot plastic. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? What? She was in a pair of pants. I have no idea how she got them on. Uh, they must have melted the pants on her, and they formed to her body. That's how we're making these yoga pants now. They're taking women that volunteer. They dip their buttocks in hot plastic, and then they put and then them through cools. a cooling process. By the way. It's like cryogenics. They, steam is there. Don't they just me, come out on a conveyor belt one by one. Don't get me wrong. I'm not against the trend. But what I will say is I do feel for the women who are like, I just would like to exercise. And they're like, good. Here is something that is looks like it's doll clothes. You're going to fit that on an adult human body. And they're like, really? And it's like, oh, yeah, it's stretchy. And then 
when guys want to work out, it's like, hey, would you like a giant hoodie and like basketball shorts that go down to the, your ankles? That's what you can wear. Now, no, you know, that's, w- no, women that's really... can also just wear a pair of shorts. <laughs> There's a lot they of options can, for everybody, right? They, I'm saying, yeah, but they don't make them necessarily. They don't like, make shorts for women? No, they they make they yes they do and have you seen those? They're well, shorter than the guys' shorts. You're, I'm you're, saying you're yeah. saying this like it's a problem though. There's no problem. It's one. It's wonderful. For yeah, I'm There's just no saying problem. if you're a, if you're a woman who wants to go buy shorts and you're like, well, I'd like to buy shorts that are longer. It's like we'll go shop in the men's section. That's where you have to go. You know, Bob, we saying. got Wild Card Wednesday tomorrow. I think we do at least an hour on the shopping plight of the woman. I agree with you. <laughs> no pockets. For, go, are you ask, no, go ask, ask women about pockets plight? while you're there. Yeah, so right. I think that's a ratings winner. Don't you ask know, women about pockets you don't while like you're there. The pocket where like the cell phone is pressed firmly against no. the body. No, I'm telling you. I, again, if either of you talk to your wives, you might find this line. My wife yeah. goes to the store and she's like, it'd be nice to buy a pair of pants that have pockets in them because most of a lot of stuff that they buy, they don't have pockets. Well, you know what? She's not working. Go ahead. What do you mean? Go, go make, a, make clothes in the garage. Yeah, yeah, that's Become right. a yeah. billionaire. She's just pointing out. But I'm just saying, she's, she's found a, a flaw in the marketplace. I know. Yes. She better, should execute it. Better fitting closer. How do you think Vineyard Vines started? I don't, Dudes I actually, in a truck. I don't Look even know. I don't even know what that is. They're so, they're sizing up Jim Nance these days. What, what is that? What is Vineyard Vines? I don't know. Like, it's like they make like wine. No, it's a popular no clothing idea. company. Oh, it's an apparel company. Yeah, oh, they've they've not crossed over into my Instagram. It's got the Jim Nance collection. Like when oh, that's when why. they do his is this golf copyright at the end of the broadcast? That's why I don't see Jim Nance. <laughs> the Jim Nance collection. <laughs> clothed by Vineyard Vines. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's coming up on the Buckeye Show? Uh, what do you think? We we weren't on yesterday. Buckeye Roundtable is here. So the big breakdown of Ohio State and Notre Dame and all of the other things that are surrounding that game afterwards. The post game. Lou firing back today. It's so great. We'll break it all down. Tyvis is here. Uh, Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on the fan. Back page. The back page. The back page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Uh, this is not a great story from the Ohio world of high school football. A coach resigned today, or actually yesterday on Monday, after uh, he was accused of his team using racism as they played another fellow high school team. Uh, the Brooklyn High School, which was coached, was coached by Tim McFarland, they were going up against Beachwood High School. This is up in Cleveland. Beachwood, a Cleveland suburb, roughly 90% Jewish, according to the latest survey published by the oh. 2011 Jewish Federation of Cleveland. Brooklyn High School and his players ran plays using the word Nazi in the play call nice. during the game. And so the... The team heard this, Beachwood, and at halftime said, if you don't stop doing that, we're not going to finish this game out. They agreed to stop, but then players still continue to use slurs. Uh, so, yeah. wow. go figure, Tim McFarland resigned on Monday. I don't know how he wasn't fired on Friday night at halftime. Or like, after anyone heard that, how do you not fire this guy immediately? But I guess he's allowed to wait until Monday to resign. He expressed in a statement that he... Uh, has the deepest regret. Uh, he, he had no ill intent. No, of oh, course. My sure. God. Come sure on. he had no ill intent. Sure. None of that at all. So anyway, uh, that's terrible, and I don't know how that guy was allowed to finish coaching that game. Also, good news if you're someone who likes to, I don't know, be surveilled by the CIA. Bloomberg has reported that the CIA's chatbot will now start monitoring people, and they are using this open source enterprise division to continue to do surveillance on Whatever they surveil. So 
the chatbot and the CIA getting together, that can only work out in our favor. Sounds awesome. One thing we, we have been doing in, in my house is, you know, Samantha likes a story before bed. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of making up stories. Yeah. Uh, so I have the chat bot. Oh, there you go. Are, you, are you serious? So, so like last night's story was, I type in there, tell me a short story about Beethoven traveling into the future to meet John Bon Jovi. Oh my God. And so that was the story. How long did it take you to read this? Or no, did you I just said, let the phone speak? It's, it? it's a short story. So, you know, just a couple paragraphs long. Was it interesting? It was fine. Could you have done better if you put your mind to it? Not instantly. Mm. And I don't want to put my mind to it. That's the point. We're all going to die. I just want her to go to sleep. Yeah. Here you yeah. go. Beethoven and John Bon Jovi. Shut your hole. From the AI. See you in the morning. <laughs> I will I will just throw out there a little parenting tip. If you are like, I don't want to make up stories, but I also don't want to do a chat bot, there's a third option called a book. You could we've read all the books, <laughs> Bone. You could read all book. the books. You I can't read, read them again. I can't read one without yawning. Puts me to sleep. That's the that's two the sentences beauty. and I yawn. That's the point. I can't read the bedtime story. You start yawning, the it's kid impossible. yawns, the kid gets tired, the kid goes to sleep. That's what that's well, what we your do. Kid's twelve years old. Well, yeah, I'm not I reading do, anymore. Anymore. What, 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 you read, what are you reading? Penthouse? <laughs> to go to bed? Penthouse forums. <laughs> there are articles in those magazines, Mike. All right, Buckeye Show's coming up next. Jacket's time at 745. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. We currently have an accident causing slowdowns in the area. 670 westbound between State Route 315 and Grandview Avenue. Two left lanes blocked there. Stop and go traffic backed up to 3rd Street. About a 16-minute delay. This report is sponsored by Medical Mutual, your hometown Medicare insurer. Medical Mutual has Medicare Advantage plans that offer friendly Ohio-based customer service. Visit medmutual.com slash ohiomedicare to learn more. Medical Mutual, your hometown Medicare insurer. I'm Adam Zellick for 97.1 The Fan Travel. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Good evening. I'm Buddy Wells. Baseball tonight. The battle for the Ohio Cup continues in Cleveland as the Guardians and Reds meet at Progressive Field. The two teams split the first two games of the series last month in Cincinnati. Hunter Green is on the mound for the Red Lakes tonight. Lucas Giolito goes for Cleveland. First pitch is just a handful of minutes away at 6-10. We got preseason hockey tonight here on The Fan. The Jackets are in St. Louis to face the Blues. That game will get started at 8. Our coverage will start here on The Fan at 7:45. The regular season gets underway for Columbus on Thursday, October 12th when the Flyers are in here in Columbus. ESPN has reported today that the Jets are set to sign veteran quarterback Trevor Simeon to the team's practice squad. New York has scored just 10 points in each of the last two games with Zach Wilson under center. Simeon was last with the Bengals this preseason. This update is sponsored by Dr. Mark Levy. If you're snoring and not sleeping, give Mark Levy a call at 1-800-MORE-SLEEP or visit him online at sleepbettercolumbus.com. Breaking sports news when it happens here on The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.